We should be live. Yo, welcome back to yep. another episode of Player's Choice, episode 171. Um, I We're going to have to start this show on a little bit of a somber note because as you guys know, Tom Brady and Giselle are ending their marriage. <laughs> Rest in peace to the goats. Somber, Rest in peace to the goats marriage, man. That's man, tough. she just being she's being tight, bro. <clears throat> Why do she, we care about that? Well, it's you know, it's Tom Brady, man. It's like why wouldn't you? I mean, you he's just gonna that? turn up on the field, man. He's gonna I hope play so. for another thirty five years. <laughs> he might, dude. He might turn into a robot. Dub, how has Brady been doing this this season? Uh the season has been pretty slow for him. He has a lot he's had a lot of uh injuries uh in his wide receiver room. Uh, last game they just got destroyed by the Chiefs, but I think the Bucks are going to be able to turn it around. I'm more looking at the defense and how the defense has been playing more than Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady's been doing the best that he could. So that's all I got to say. Weekend. Is he washed up? No, no, he's not washed up at all. Tom Brady's still Tom Brady, bro. He, he's still fire. Is he? he top hasn't. Five? And he's top five in my eyes. He's top three. Shit. Top Is that two. because he's Tom Brady or because he's actually playing at that level? No, he's playing at a high level, bro. And I don't think he's fell fallen off from uh, the year 2020 or like 2021. So there's no reason for me to think that he's less than that. He's been playing uh, really good. So you view Tom Brady like you view LeBron? Yes, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yep. Mars, put your hand in front of your camera. It's like a little fuzzy. I think it needs to focus. Um, everyone's strolling into the live show. Shout out to everyone who's tuned in live on the YouTubes. There's a two-click entry fee, though, if you're tuning in on the live or actually if you're also watching this post-live on YouTube. All, all we ask is that you click that like button, click that subscribe button so that you never miss a moment. Mars, you was preaching about Draymond? I mean, I said I think he's underrated. I mean, something I think I've said on here before. Oh, but... You definitely made that known when you said that he was over Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, but that, that was more... Pete Draymond. I still think this current. I think Draymond's been underrated down there his whole career. You don't point. think Draymond is in his peak anymore? Nah, obviously because the offense. I mean, last year off, was the kind scoring of... has fallen off a cliff in recent years. But if you just when he was actually a viable twenty sixteen is that's Yo, when he was at his best. I think I asked you that before, but I don't remember what you said. So if there's a player right and he has a peak mm-hmm. of three years, right, then he falls off. Still very good. But let's say he falls off for two years, two seasons back to back, and then that third one after his peak, why did you be better? Huh? I'm listening to your spoon clank your bowl, bro. Like I'm not gonna listen to that. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. getting started on my mutes early. <laughs> okay, sorry, Euro. Go ahead, Euro. <laughs> um. So so, what happens if in that third year he actually plays better, outperforms his peak years? Like, what happens to the peak then? Um, well, I've tried to evolve the peak take because of outliers such as three, two good years, down year, another good year. I tried to like extend it as far as I feasibly can. So I'm looking at, for some players, there's like three years that are just so much better than the rest of their career, which I will rate accordingly, but I will also bring it down if someone else has five years that are peak level, that are comparable because they've done it for two extra years. So for that player, if they have three good years, two down years, and then another year that matches the other three, I'll look at it as for a four-year peak, but over a six-year span. So I'll take it down a few levels because it wasn't as consistent. So you average it out. Yeah, I try to do that as best as I can. Do so you there's... do you 
consider <clears throat> circumstance. Like, for example, if a player gets traded, he has no say, and he ends up with the Knicks, and that's just a franchise that, you know... <laughs> Yeah, I call it the T-Wolves tax. It doesn't mean it happens to everyone who goes to the Timberwolves, but it's basically if you're in a situation that isn't beneficial to you and there's a clear drop-off and then you come into a better situation for you, I'm, I'm going to account for that. It's the same thing if you get injured during your peak. Like Steph Curry was, I think Steph Curry's peak started in 2015 or 2016 and has carried on all the way through now. But obviously in 2020, he was hurt. But I'm not going to say his peak stopped in 2020 and then continued again. I'm just going to go all the way through and acknowledge that he was hurt. And it's just all like one peak, so, if that makes sense. So if, if that slump year, because of the injury, hadn't happened, then obviously, because what you just said earlier, he would be a couple of notches above what you rank him right now in terms of his peak, right? I don't know if he'd move up, but his peak would be better, if that makes better, sense. Right. And yeah. so like, who would he, if he didn't have that slump year, who would he be above in terms of peak? That he isn't right now. It's hard because I have his peak really high. So it's hard for me to, because I have, in terms of every player ever, I have Steph's peak at number seven already with the injured year. So for me to move him up, he has to go above the likes of Kareem, Bill Russell, Hakeem, Shaq. So it's hard for him to actually move up. Are they six by four? Um, Yeah, Kareem's six. No, Russell's six, Kareem's five, Hakeem's four. So for me to actually move him up, it would take a lot more than one extra year because I think those guys are maybe a level above. But I think Bill Russell is possible. I think if Steph like continues for maybe another two years at a peak level, he can maybe overtake Bill Russell. Can I ask you this? Mm-hmm. Since you measure peaks in three years, how do you rank Draymond Green? Three-year peaks minimum. Three-year peaks minimum, but not three-year peaks maximum, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Three-year so, peak minimum, right? Yeah, but not Draymond Green. Level. Draymond Green only had that one year. Maybe two, if you count. He had one year that was an outlier offensively, but I still think he has a three-year peak of 16 to 18. was a three-year peak, but 16 was like... So if it's a mountain, you got got 16s at the top Mm -hmm. and then 17 and 18 are below. So you got the peak of the mind and then like two two rungs below the peak, but it's still a peak. So my my question is, if you're judging... If we're judging Draymond Green, Mm -hmm. especially on the offensive side of things... um, you know, when you're talking about your peak argument, after that year in 2016, he just fell down the drain. So how do you even rank that offensive version of Draymond Green when you're talking about his peak and compare him to other guys? I mean, I account for the fact that 16 obviously was an exceptional. If it was a one-year peak, Draymond Green would be a lot higher on the list, but I'm not doing one-year peaks because I think that's ridiculous. But I acknowledge that the offense obviously fell off, but I think he was still at a high enough level defensively where I can, I think Draymond Green is a top 75 player, in my opinion, even with the down offense in the last two years at the peak, last seven years or whatever. But if it was, if he had three years like 2016, I think I'd be probably putting him top 60, top 50. But he do, doesn't, you, so, do you think so Draymond Green, Green would be having better years if he was with a less well-oiled machine than Golden State? Um, and because because peak is individual, like mm-hmm. uh, you know, what I mean, so like he could actually be better. But let's say the T Wolves tax, right? If if he's with the T Wolves, mm-hmm. he would no doubt be better than what he's doing right now. But his numbers would be better. I, I think his impact. The team would be better maximized. too. Not saying that they would be a dynasty because obviously, we're yeah, the, te- the team. The team. I mean, I think I think a team with any sort of offensive talent. If you add a Draymond Green to that, I think they become a better team. Just based on the values and what he brings to the table. But 
if you put Draymond Green on a team with no offensive pieces, the team's going to be terrible. And then that's going to be like the 2020 Warriors when Stephen Clay were out. I I understand Draymond Green had a very bad year that year, but I can also understand the T-Wolves tax. The situation wasn't beneficial for a guy like Draymond Green. And I'm not going to say that's indicative of him as a player, more so than a bad situation that made him look worse than he actually is. So I can balance those I, two T-Wolves, things equally. T-Wolves tax is very valid, also very nasty, though, for you to name it that. No, no, that's actually. I mean, that's a very T wolves tax. It it was a T and a T. I was. I can't call it King's tax. It doesn't sound as good. So T wolves tax. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a very that's a very solid uh, foundation you built. I think the main pushback I have, especially when we talk about a guy like Melo, you know, the way I'm ranking players is, you know, the best guy on my team. Mm -hmm. Who am I taking that's the best guy on my team? And even though Draymond Green, I think he's amazing defensive he's amazing complimentary piece and i can't dispute that Melo, as the main guy after leader of my crew is hands down i'll have to go with him more than draymond green every single time because when push comes to shove you need a reliable score and carmelo anthony is that especially in the postseason that's very very important i mean yeah your defense could lead you to a title but there's only a few times when we've seen that in nba history where that's really happened and that was the detroit pistons Mm -hmm. Um, maybe the San Antonio Spurs, but they even had like Tim Duncan who could bail you out sometimes. I don't think Draymond Green, as the best guy, has the capability of bailing a team out in late game situations or postseason situations. That's why I can't really jump into this conversation because I don't understand how Mars, you clearly, you know, Draymond is a role player and Carmelo mm-hmm. Carmelo Anthony is not. Mm-hmm. Like it's apples and oranges. I don't know how you can just so easily compare the two. No, it's easy. I mean, it's it's not like it's. I'm not saying oh, Carmelo scores better, Draymond plays defense better. I'm not doing it like what do they do better than? No, Carmelo. but you're talking about impact. But the thing yeah, is, yeah, because like, the way the, I, the way I look role at, players yeah. completely different than the impact. Of I agree, a, of but a, the way the way I look at it, because um, I try to I try to look at it this way. If I have a player like a Carmelo, and he's the best player on my team. Do I think my team has any shot of winning a championship? No, I understand your logic no. 100%. And then I if, I put him as, if I put him as the second best player on the team, do I think we have a chance of winning a championship? Yes. I also think Draymond Green is the second best player on the team, has a chance of winning a championship. So even though Carmelo can do more as the number one guy, he's not going to bring me to a championship. So I don't really oh. value uh, that. So that's okay, where okay, I disagree. So Draymond Green as the second best. So who needs to be his first in order for them to win a championship? I mean, it's been Steph Curry. Oh, Jesus Christ. This is where I disagree. You saying that Melo, <laughs> like, come on, son. Like, <laughs> this is where I disagree because you're saying Melo can't lead the championship. But let's be real. He pushed that Lakers team to a game seven, the Lakers team that won a championship. And let's say if they did win and beat that Lakers team, they're beating the Orlando Magic. So if they win a championship that year, that kills your whole argument on him not being able to I, win. As a I personally believe they had no chance of winning a championship. In how is that no chance? Game seven, no chance, Mars. Just because you went to a game seven, which I don't, I didn't I would know say that's a chance. That's a chance. I, I didn't know. Chance. I didn't know when to game seven. Far. I thought the series was over in six. But if Listen, seven, I was. Then, I would even okay, go as far as to say. I would even go as far as to say this is nasty. Hot take. Go ahead, editor. You know, clip this up if you want. <laughs> I'm already, I'm already the bad guy. Up now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm already the bad guy, bro. I would say that if even if you get swept, but if all the losses that you took are within like two or three possessions each game, I think you had a chance. Mm. Like that could have been your series. 
I agree. I agree. I agree that um, you can lose a close series, even if you get swept and the games are close and you can have a chance to win the series. I don't think Denver had a shot of beating the Lakers and Orlando back to back in the playoffs. I don't think they were a championship team. I don't think they were going to win a championship. And I'm pretty sure the series went to six. It was six. It was six. But that, that doesn't really change the premise of my argument. I just don't think that Denver team with Chauncey and Mello was going to win a championship. I think they were a good team. I think conference finals runs were like, if they stayed together, that was a feasible way for them to keep going into the future. But in terms of winning a championship, I don't think they would ever go over that hump. And that's me personally. I right. mean, listen, they damn near they damn near did it in 2009, which is why I say to sit here and say that there's no chance as Mello has won is just kind of irresponsible, especially when he... He was going up against a guy who's in a lot of people's eyes, top 10 player of all time with a great Lakers team in the Phil Jackson. And he was the main catalyst on why that series was so I close. I mean, that's, that's what happens. In order to win as a one, you have to end up beating some of these guys who are top 10 all-time, top 15 all-time. That's what you have to do to win as a number one player on the team. But what has Draymond Green shown you? I've said he can't win as a number one player on the team. I'm perfectly in But who, who I'm, would I'm come not, close? Who would, who, would, who would be closer as a number one? Carmelo, Draymond Green is the best player and, the, and is the it best even close? Draymond Green is the best offensive player on the team. Wouldn't win more than fifteen games in a season. I think okay. you could build a team where Draymond Green is the best player, but there's still a better scorer on the team. I think Draymond Green can be the best player on the team and not the best scorer or offensive player. Now, when we but do I it like this, he's winning a championship doing that. The gap, the gap between the first, like the first option between Melo and Draymond, mm-hmm. is nowhere near each other. Correct? Yes. Is the gap? close to each other with yes. them as both the, mm-hmm. is the gap close to each other yes. as both being the third option so by yes. that logic i still don't understand how Melo's better if one guy clearly clears one. everything else besides mm-hmm. that second and third option when it's his hand is because really if close. you because the way i like i said the way i judge it if if as a number one you can't get me to the finish line i don't really value what you can do for me as a number one me personally i value how you can help me win a championship and if you can't help me win a championship as a number one i'm going to look at how you can help me win a championship as a number two as a number three as a number four whatever the case may be and as a number two as a number three as a number four everything down to number 15 i'm taking draymond green over mellow and that's the only situations where i think either one of them can win so i'm going to take draymond green because do you think do you think that portability is important portability is very important what do you mean and- portability Able to fit with different, different, ver- different teams, different teammates, different, mm. different, um, like one first, like third options. You feel me? Yeah, 100%. What, what, who would you say is more portable, Melo or Draymond Green? Draymond Green, Draymond, more portable mm-hmm. because I think, like I've said about Melo's game, I think Melo's game doesn't fit with a lot of different people based on how he plays. I think he fits next to a great playmaker like a Chauncey Billups. I think he fits, um. I don't. I don't think he fits on defensive units because of his defensive liabilities. I don't think if you put him in a ball handling, a pl- primary playmaking situation, I don't think he fits in that either. But I think if you put him in a perfect situation where he's mainly focused on just being a scorer and he have other people to do the stuff he can't do, I think that's cool. But I think Draymond Green can do other things. I think if you need a primary passer, facilitator, Draymond Green can do that. Can I, if you need someone to anchor a defense, Draymond Green can do that. He can fit in any defensive scheme that exists. Can, there, here's how you, here, hold on. Here's how, you have to look, here's how you have to look at it. In Jamar's Hall said, Melo doesn't work with other stars. Here's how you have to look at it. It's actually Melo wouldn't work well with another primary score. So mm. when you're looking at Draymond and Carmelo and I'm I still think Carmelo Anthony is a better basketball player than Draymond but I agree that he's he has 
more to his game where he can go play a role better than Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony's not, I don't look at him like a role player. Obviously now, because he's on the down side of his career, it's he's going to have to play a role like he has these last few years. But to Mars's point, you can fit Draymond Green anywhere because everyone needs someone to facilitate. If you don't need a facilitator, everyone needs someone who can play defense. You don't don't necessarily need to bolster up your defense. Everyone needs somebody who can rebound the basketball. Carmelo Anthony's more on the offensive side of the ball. And when you don't need offense and you're bringing Melo in, what can he do for you besides bolster up your offense and then you're lacking in what play uh, I don't think he'll bolster your offense. I think th- there's a difference between a player, like let's say we're just talking about like offense and like how much ball, you know, how much they need the, the ball, right? Like a DeMar DeRozan. I think he's a, you know, offensive guy that would bolster your offense if you was to add him. But I think he is less of a quote unquote black hole than Carmelo Anthony, where like you pass to Carmelo Anthony and then that's that. Yeah, that right. ball's getting passed to the hoop, right? <laughs> exactly. Or yeah. if it's not, he's only passing it as like a last resort type of thing. And that doesn't mean like he's passing it out of a double team, but he's definitely holding it until the very, very, very last second to see if he can actually make something happen. DeMar DeRozan, I think he's more inclined to make a play that isn't necessarily ending with him. You know what I'm saying? And so there's just a difference between... Offensive guys like that as well. And Mars says something that I just completely and utterly disagree with. He said Melo on a defensive team would be bad. I mean, that's just not true. I mean, we've seen Stephen Curry on a defensive team. The team is still a good defense. And Melo's on the Detroit Pistons. The defense is not really going to take a hit like that because of all the other factors. So that's the main thing I just completely disagree with. Melo could be on a defensive-minded team with a Chauncey Billis and other guys playing other roles. Let's not act as if Stephen Curry didn't fall under that same type of circumstance where it was the perfect circumstance for him to be in a perfect situation, a perfect defense, and to allow him to be the best version of himself, which is a score. The difference, I would say, even if Carmelo, if you want to say Carmelo is a similar defender to Steph because they're both quote-unquote liabilities, that's fine. But I think Steph is a much better off-ball defender than Carmelo's ever been. Carmelo doesn't do much on defense in terms... If you put him in a defensive system, you'd have to assume that Carmelo's going to change. But he's making actually, that up. He can change. He can yeah, change. Players you're can going, change. You're going, yeah, I, I agree players can change, but that means you're going, you're going on the assumption on something that's never happened in his career based on nothing he's shown you, in my opinion, that he would adjust to a defensive system. I'm going based on what I've seen in his career that he has never shown me to show that he has that potential to fit in the defensive system. Didn't we Steph Curry, I've seen the effort. I've seen that he's a good off-ball mm-hmm. defender. I've seen that he's a smart defender. And I know he's not physically capable to be a great defender. I'm not going to say he is, but I've seen more to show that he can fit in defensive units than a guy like Carmelo. And that's I've seen, 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 seen Melo put up enough defensive effort for, sure. for me to believe. I've seen him on the ball put up enough defensive effort, like 0-9 against Kobe. He put up a lot of effort, but he's still a... Off the ball, he's not going to put out much effort. And B, you're not going to make him guard the primary scorer on the team. So his on-ball defensive effort on a great defensive team isn't going to be of much value because there's going to be other guys who are better at that. Yeah, see, this this where I disagree. And what I'm pointing at is the Olympics. I don't push much stock into international play, so maybe that's... Well, it's it's when you're looking at his capabilities, you can look at that because... 
So this is this is what I was going to try and get to is this is where we kind of get unfair when we look at players like a Carmelo, right, where we look at these guys who are known to be scorers is because they were put in these situations where they have to be that guy. Um, So we don't know if, for example, if he were to go to the Pistons early in his career, what kind of player he really would have been molded into. He wouldn't have to have the, the offensive load he wouldn't have had to carry so much of and so he could have actually focused on other areas of his game and you would have seen a more well-rounded Carmelo Anthony but because of the situation that he's put in and a lot of players get put in right early in their career if they're drafted to subpar teams is you see kind of a one dimension from them because that's what's expected from them that's what they have to do if they want to win basketball games so Mm -hmm. yes we can say like Carmelo is one dimensional. He's really, he's just a score, but that's just what you saw from him because of his circumstances. You don't know what Carmelo would have been if he was actually on a team where he's the, the number two, or if he were the number three, that would be disgusting. But you know, that's where we kind of get a little unfair when we're talking about guys like this. Yo, Cause they're in the a, NBA, bro. They, they, they can, they can play anywhere and they could play anything. Drop a W, drop a W for the host, man. Jay, you about to make me cry, bro. Hey, Jesus bro, we got Christ. we got four people up here. I got I got to step into the ring a little bit. You know? I can't just sit here and drop a W uh, host in the chat but, right now. But you know, bro. we all we already have an L, uh, and Shaq was the one that assigned it. You know who, Dub? Wait, what? I said I said we was t- I was talking to Shaq before the show, and uh, he met, he told me to give out an L, and it's for you. <laughs> Oh, uh, wow, because I think I seen – I think that was him who commented. It's because of me and Mars's allegiance. Yeah, he's not fucking with it. Nasty. I lo- Nasty. Listen, you, you listen. Right. Clearly, listen, man, clearly Mars is the golden child of player's choice, all right? Let, let's not get that twisted. No, no, let's, let's, let's not as get a former, as a former, As a former Martian, right, I, I guess I'm a Martian again by default since you, the, you know, double-holic has left to become a dubbinaire. I became a dubbinaire, and now the dubbinaires are fucking having allegiance with the Martians and shit, and so now I'm a Martian again. You know what I mean? Oh, so okay. we, we could birds of a feather fly together. You feel me? Dubbinaire, it's the dub. Uh, what was it? The dubbinaires from Mars. That's what we're calling it. And you can be a dubbinaire from Mars. And I'm not mad. See, I'm not Chad, or I didn't sign up for that. But Don't here's the listen. thing, though. Shaq is basically saying that you are riding the coattails to the top. You saw <laughs> oh, Mars that's what people say. Wow. You know what I mean? That's 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 over no, no, no. This is what Euro just put words in Shaq's mouth. That was crazy. This is this is the riding coattails is crazy. I'm gonna let y'all know. He said yes, and he was like laughing. Oh no, no. I'm gonna let y'all know. I'm gonna let y'all know exactly yeah. what it was, because I went to start a rivalry. Shaq is worried right now, right? <laughs> Shaq and Dell has been going at this for a very long time. Got, now is me. The throne is and Mars is now is me and Mars's turn. Mars can be the golden <laughs> style. It's cool. Fuck it. But guess what? Me and Mars could be a better duo than Shaq and Dell, and that's oh, what I was trying to start man. up. That's what I was trying you're to start trying to up. And I was, I was, I was trying to slither that in there, but now Euro says you're going to be coattail rider. Now I have to tell you exactly what that. was in my mind. I'm just, all right, you didn't say that. Somebody else said that. So now I need to clarify what was on my mind when I did this. This is to challenge Shaq and Dell for the Coming throne for the spot throne. as the best duo in Player's Choice history. So Man. that's what, what I was Ron? Doing. Where's Ron in this situation? He's just Ron is an amazing host. Yeah, where's Euro? Euro, 
The guy you're go- in the back. You're- I love you, Euro. <laughs> you're goaded when you're angry, though. I'm not going to hold you. Angry, Euro. I'm an yeah, angry Euro be- stepper for me- life. You want me to be a bad person. That's crazy. Yeah, that is pretty crazy. You don't want the what's best for Euros. You know, It's a little disappointing, you know? I'm sorry. oh my god dorian clayton what version of dub are we getting today great question dorian what version of dub are we getting today you might just get jacob today that's my real name (laughs) i'm so serious we we haven't seen him nah you haven't seen him i mean i'm just chilling right now you feel me like (laughs) i'm chilling right now the dubbing there will come out every now and then but today i just feel like chilling me and mars had a little back and forth it was a well it was actually a nice little back and forth, Mars. I liked it. Fist pop. I enjoyed it. Oh, okay. Man, y'all got to stop e-fisting each other, man. <laughs> whoa, boss. <laughs> that's what, that's what they called it in the chat the last time. Quentin Davis Bright said, only four of y'all today. JD, let me know if you need one more. Let me chill. Can't wait for the show to really start. We're waiting on Ron. And hey, yeah. every and, show, uh, there's an opportunity, listen, a potential opportunity or prospect. JD, if, we, if we're getting anybody else up here... Um, um, Cash, he said he wants to be back up, and he had got a nasty Draymond take. I mean, I'll drop the link if we bring people up, and if you get in, you get in. Come on in. Be first to click. Quinn davis Bright sent another super chat. What's dub eating? It looked like it was good. Oh, yeah. My grandmother made some rice and soup, and I had, I had corn on a cob with it. Um, it was fire. Fire. Euro's getting zapped here. Uh, Chris sent a super chat. If the whole, what you mean? She's <laughs> just going blurry. If the whole NBA did a King of the Hill tournament, who would win? Uh, this shouldn't be a question. KD. King of the Hill tournament, like what? Like playing basketball? Right? Yeah. Ones? Yeah. Got you. Got you. Oh, we just got a goaded super King chat of the Hill in. between two people. That's just one-on-one. King of the yeah. Hill is at least like what? Like You have you, you have, have a multi- multiple it's, players. It's like a tournament, you know? You just have I, a multiple Bro, I know what King of the Hill is. I'm just saying. It's like, oh, my just bad. like King of the Hill and it's just like two players. I'm like, what, what you mean? Like just one-on-one? Just mansplaining. <laughs> it, can you use that term when you're explaining it to another man? I don't know. It is fun to say, though. Dorian Clayton, JD, best PC host we got. What is the best PC alliance that we can get? The greatest PC alliance... The Dubonaires mm. from Mars. The Dubonaires from Mars. That's the greatest that PC alliance so I don't know, ever. bro. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Dub. It is a steep mountain to climb. If you got Shaq and Dell on the same page, that's a disgusting, almost unbeatable alliance. Listen, let me tell that's you something. KD joining the Warriors. Let me tell. <laughs> let me let me tell you something, right? Let me tell you this, right? Me and Mars actually agree on a lot. We agree on damn near everything. The thing is, we just value two different things. Mars, I mean, you just seen a perfect uh, example of that. I value guys as a number one. Mars value guys as, you know, complementary pieces. But we both essentially say and agree on the same exact thing. Because I go he's, Mars. Because he's telling you numbers that actually are true, what? like that exist. Mars he didn't, talks. He didn't say no number right there. What I'm saying, well, what I'm saying, like generally, when you talk about generally, you agree with Mars, and Mars only speaks like the facts of what you can actually look up. So, what's to disagree about that? <laughs> no, Mars really don't even be doing it like that. I think people overrate how much he uses stats. They, I think the just, stats really came from when I said the Shaq free throw thing. 
I think ever since then, I just got labeled as someone who just goes to stats. No, I don't think. No, I don't no, think no, I no, 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 no. I know we're we're not. We know that you're not. We don't mean the actual box score. You know what I mean? Like what ESPN posts. We we know that you know it's more like yeah, basketball reference that. types of stats. Yeah, yeah, get rid of that. Yeah, so but, that, that's um, what people mean by that. I don't really be saying numbers. I just say impact a lot. You say impact so much. I and say I know that's lot, and I know what, that's measured I mean, on numbers. I'm not trying to get back into that, but I'm, yeah, even yeah, yeah. Huge, I'm even a huge fan of the impact numbers, especially like LeBron or Vaught. I hate when people use those. But Big Meech. Oh, sorry. Big Meech just sent a super chat said Mars and Ticket on the same page might solo PC. That would be like an asteroid hitting Earth. You, you know what it is? I can't even I can't it's even very unlikely that would I'm happen. not gonna hold <laughs> you, bro. He's wrong a lot. Speaking I mean, of, that's an opinion. He thinks he's wrong a lot too. That's true. Nah, yeah, but bro. He's wrong about ticket. Wrong. Ticket be. I've never <laughs> seen a man. I've never seen a man say something wrong but have so much conviction and get his. Remember that whole I thing where oh, was, dumb. I see you do it a lot. <laughs> no, who me? Yes. yes. <laughs> nah, nah. It's not. It's like, not even compared. It's okay, not even compared. All of us do out it. today. Here we go. All all of us do it. First of all, first of all. I don't want to have this debate again about playmaking and skill, bro. Because y'all was fucking tripping, bro. Yeah, we don't have to do that. Is definitely a skill. If you want to say we don't have to get into skill, that, that's a different debate. But anyway, but, carry on. But Jacob. what's it called? Ticket, ticket. Um, there was this one time I remember when he was talking about uh the Knicks getting uh Michael Jordan and shit. And bro, mm. this kid was. I mean, this guy was just so on that hill, dying on it. And then everyone proved him wrong. He was still trying to fight back. Like, oh, that um, you have to. That sounds like that sounds like a double holly, bro. Yeah, I for respect, sure. I respect the way that he battles for his. It's fire. Uh, I love it too. Speaking of ticket and the panel, Mars made his Mars made his panel debut last night, and I'm I'm curious, Mars, did it feel like um, how was it? Did it feel like layup lines? Did it feel like a preseason game? Was it, you know, midseason all-star game, championship level? Like where where would you rank that show? Um I'd say I'd say it felt like um opening night of the regular season. There's a lot lot of suspense. Everyone everyone's <laughs> nothing's waiting. riding on that game. <laughs> yeah, every, everyone 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 was I was in the Discord, a lot of people asking me to go on the panel. I got the late I got the late call up. It was a nice surprise, and then it just it just felt it felt nice. There was, it was nothing really could go wrong. It's opening night. If you lose, there's like 81 games left to go. If you win, it's <laughs> off to a good start for the season. That's how it felt. There was not a lot of pressure on me. I I didn't watch like it. it. I didn't watch it, but I heard rumors and rumblings. They were saying that everybody was scared of you. Did you get that feeling? I mean, I tend to not think about how people are perceiving me in terms of how they if they're scared or if they're not scared. However, I, I just try to say what's on my mind and however they respond is how they respond. I don't really look at body language or whatever, but no one said they were scared. So as far as I know, no one was scared. Do you feel like the Very Thanos of player's choice? Um, see, now I've, now I've watched um, Avengers. I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, how far are you? Um, watched I've watched... What's the most recent film I watched? Um... I have to check because I haven't watched a few in a, I haven't watched one in a, like a week or something because after after Endgame I kind of like oh okay Endgame all right I mean that's a good I, I watched I watched I watched Spider Man No Way Home and the middle one which I didn't really like but um after after Endgame I kind of lost the motivation it was like now what but I need to I need to probably watch what's left but feeling like Thanos um 
No, I think I think I'm like not Draymond Green, but I think I just do my part. That versatility. Don't let Mars start understanding American football. It's over for you, Gridiron. I already Those understand are... American football. Dub doesn't want me on Gridiron. Cool. Uh oh. No, you. I would love. I it. would love you on Gridiron. What? You? But you don't know football. I know you don't. He's yeah, telling you he right. does. You told me. You told me numerous times. So I know not... Tom Brady's not top five, but nah, he's for sure top five. He's not. But, but you have. How do you know? How do you know who's better because, than him? Because um, Patrick Mahomes is better than him for sure. Aaron Rodgers is better Hold than on. him. Mars, Josh Allen we is better a, than him. Who told you this? Who Lamar told you this? Who's watching this? Aaron Rodgers is bad. Aaron Rodgers is better than Tom Brady. That, okay, that you're talking about you right said now. Josh Allen. Bam in the chat. He said he's spanking you, Mars. I thought you said uh, meant like all time. You're not talking about all time. You're talking about this season. Aaron Rodgers is better at playing American time. than Tom Brady. He's better than him. He hasn't, achieved, he hasn't achieved as much accolades. Right, right. Yeah, Tom Brady's got Oh, there. my God. Aaron Rodgers is better than him. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. What other sports? What do you know about baseball? Yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, how you feel I, about I, uh, Aaron Rodgers? I mean, Aaron Rodgers. Just say very <laughs> Aaron, wrong, Judge. Aaron, Aaron Judge hitting 62. The only person I know in baseball is um, Otani. Yes, I, don't know, I don't know what makes him good, but he's the only person I know. Uh, what makes him good is that he's a disgusting pitcher and he can hit the shit out of the ball. That guy is insane, dude. I I don't know anything about baseball. I know he, hitting a baseball is, is very he, hard. Is that, but that's he it. might be the only yeah. reason why I even like, I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll maybe pay a little attention to baseball because this guy is insane. Baseball is fun. fun. It doesn't look fun to watch. No, it's but no, I've it's never watched watch. it. So. It's fun it, you got to be in game. I don't like watching it on TV, but TV, in game, nah. it's dope. It's yeah, a great at, experience. At the stadium for sure. Uh, Euro, it's because you brought it up, because you brought it up, do you feel like that's the record? Or we should? Nah, I mean. It's Bonds, I, right? I mean, baseball is baseball. Yeah, for sure it's Bonds, in my opinion. You know right. what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it's like, I don't, do you know anything about cycling? Like Tour de France and shit like that? You know, it's like one of those sports that's like, like doping has just ran through it. Like right. everybody's doing mm-hmm. it. The same. I feel like baseball, maybe not as bad as cycling, but it's it's definitely top tier cheating professional sports. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? When it comes yeah. to individual guys, so if everybody knows this, and everybody knows that even the active players that are haven't been caught or whatever, everybody knows that these guys are you know taking HGH and all this other stuff or whatever. Bro, just give Barry Bonds a shit. Like, I, you right. know what I mean? Like, I mm-hmm. don't, I don't like that like political shit about it, man. Like, baseball is baseball. It's still a dope game, and them being so political about it has is the only reason, in my opinion, why the sport has dropped in, in popularity. It used to be America's, you know, greatest pastime. Dude, it. I think the reason why baseball is just not so popular is because of the whole marketing side of it. They, for the longest time, they didn't allow people to like clip content and like push content yeah. for them and stuff. The same with cycling, like, like the UCI, they, they have this weird, like, you know, and the Olympics, you know, the, they're in the, the same way. There's a few companies that are so like, like archaic in in their way of like yeah. you know pushing content and like their broadcasting rights right. and everything like that, it's mm-hmm. really weird. And so like they just do it to themselves. 
I think it's changed they also though. Adapt to the to the modern modern day. Yeah, but they're yeah, behind yeah. now. Right, they're and way now behind. Now they got to compete against b- basketball, which is rapidly growing to be one of the you know I mean it's, yeah. to me it's top two most popular sports in the world after football soccer. You know what I'm saying? Then in America, I'm sorry, nothing comes close to football. Yeah, despite, yeah, yeah, but despite the NFL doing the fuck shit that they be doing. Yeah, when yeah, you're talking yeah, yeah. about the when you're talking about the entire world, yeah, basketball is probably top two because it's everywhere. Yeah, you can play it everywhere. You know what I'm saying? You, like, play you don't it have to have they, you don't have to have equipment for real outside of a ball. You know, you don't right. even have to have a basket. We used to fucking play, uh, you know, like draw a circle, like you know, with cra- like not crayon, but like with chalk, chalk? Like, on the on the street and just play like that. You know what I mean? Like you can play basketball. Literally and you're dunking the shit way. out of the ball in that court. Whatever, man. Fucking four year old kid don't care. Matter of fact, they probably prefer that <laughs> over like shooting at a real hoop because they can't reach that motherfucker. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's like, like you want to hear a funny story? What's up? Oh no. So back. I'm gonna show y'all something real quick. Hold up. Let me see if I. Can All right, let's get to these super chats while he's. You see how this oh, doorway mind. is like that? Yeah. So me and my brother. You dunking on the. So me. Oh yeah. So me and my brother at our old house, we was always doing dunk contests, dunking on the top, doing some crazy shit. And I have this mark right here, right? That happened because oh, I was trying. I was <laughs> gonna OD do it. I was gonna do a 360. And what had happened was I didn't realize where I was. I was too close to the left side of the wall. When I turned around, my forehead ran right into that wall right there and created this little indentation right here that I've been marked for life. And I was bleeding all over the place, screaming, oh, my God, oh, my God. And my mom was going crazy, bro. Fire. Damn. So you lost that dunk contest. I lost that dunk. Nah, bro. Nah. It's like a rated R movie, bro. Sometimes the blood is better. Because I still made it. I just, I just hit the fucking wall, bro. <laughs> Eric Dupree's got a super chat for us. Prior to Bosch joining the Heat, was Bosch ever a top five power forward in the league in Toronto? If so, make a case for Duncan, KG, Stoudemire, Powell, and Dirk. That's what they were saying. 10. That's what they were saying. Bro, I remember in that time, Bosch was like, they Bosch were hyping him up to like a top three power forward in the league. And at, at one point, my memory could be because my memory is kind of poop. At one point, Bosch was looked at as the best power forward in the NBA at one point. I don't, I don't know. know about the he best. Was getting, he was getting pushed up to the top like that. He was definitely getting the battery pack. You know what I mean? But yes. I, don't know, I don't know if he was ever the best. But, but right. He was, I'm just I mean, saying legit, they, were, they were pushing him like crazy. I just remember ESPN Sports Center. Like I, I remember hearing so much about Bosch. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but ever top five in the league? I think he'll probably be in like those spots, like debatably, maybe with like Amari Stoudemire. You, I think maybe. he was better than Amari Stoudemire for yeah. time for sure. So, because I mean, I'm looking at some of the numbers he was putting up. Uh, 2006 to 2010, the dude was averaging 22, 22, 22, 22, and 24. Like he was always one of those guys. And then he was a, uh, you know, addition to rock out like three assists per game. That was actually good from a power forward. So, I mean, Mar Stoudemire, I think he has a good spot of being over, definitely, especially at that time. Yeah, but Duncan, KG, Pau Gasol, sure. Dirk, I don't, like, no. Gasol, I, don't know. I don't know about Gasol, Amari. Maybe. I mean, Amari was filthy, no question. Yeah. But I think, he number one, he was playing with Steve Nash. 
right? Uh, and number two, he was playing in that D'Antoni system, right? And I think if you put somebody like Bosch in the mix, like his numbers would improve, and he can extend well. the floor, and he can extend the floor better than mm-hmm. than Amari. And so right. I just, but here's the thing, like I just think they're different players, like one thousand percent, not even the same, not even close to the same, yeah. And 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 we have to also consider that. You know the I don't want to say popularity, but just like the 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 attention that Toronto got at the time was next to zero, right? They weren't on TV, you right. know. Um, and the Suns were the team to knock right. off whoever you know the Lakers or you know the Spurs or whatever. Like they were one of the teams, especially in the West, which was much better than the East at the time as well. And mm-hmm. so everybody was paying attention to that side, and they were one of those those top five teams that everybody paid attention to. So I think Amari got a lot of Amari got a clout off of it. Yeah, he got sure. a lot of deserved, hype. deserved. Bro, mm-hmm. you know who Amari was was kind of like a he was a Blake Griffin type, really. Like when you looked at his game at the time, and when Blake first came into league, like he was just that springy power forward who was gonna dunk it on your head. Like he, outside of his jumping ability. Like, what was Amari doing? I mean, I guess he had, like, a back-to-the-basket game somewhat. I mean, yes, I guess I'm forgetting about move. that. Yeah, good post He, probably, he, he might have had a better back-to-the-basket back game than Blake. Yeah, and, I mean, he was given... Speaking of, uh, Dub, you mentioned earlier portability. Uh, Boss is, I don't think... Very portable. Amari can fuck with him. Fuck Because no. I remember, you know, obviously that first year, you know, it was a struggle, and they were heavily scrutinized that first year in Miami. Um, and everybody was, you know, with Skip going on a crazy campaign, calling the Bosch Spice and all that disrespectful old shit. Yeah. But, oh, man, I forgot about duh, that. He, they, everybody was on his head. You know, bro, they were talk, like calling him all kinds of names. And, you know, because his mannerisms and all that stuff, though, they mm-hmm. were on his head, man. That, I'm and, just like, that's, that's super nasty. But that, the thing is, like, you know, that speaks to his strength is he bounced back from that. Surely it affected him, but, you know, not to the point where he completely crumbled. And then there was a point, I think it may have either been the f- the second year or the third year, where both Wade and Braun were hurt for a minute at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or and they he were stepped out. up. And Bosch literally killed everybody, like back to back to back. Yeah, lots of, a lot of game winners and stuff like that. Like he was going off. Let's and not so stop I there. Don't think and I don't think like, when we're comparing him to Amari Stoudemire, I don't think Amari would have been capable of that. Let's even, not stop in, there. Even in his heyday with the with the Suns. Let's not stop there. The thing I, I'm really like so saddened about when Chris Bosh, when we talk about Chris Bosh and his career, like you said, he got a lot of heat uh, in Miami for who he was as a player because he couldn't produce the same. The same way he was producing in Toronto because you're playing with LeBron James and Dwayne Wade. That's just not going to happen. But when LeBron James left and uh, Chris Bosh was starting to take the reins, the dude was showing up. The dude was doing his job. The dude was having some game winners and performing for our team. But the injuries and the blood clots is really what we couldn't really see how good Chris Bosh really was after that Miami Heat run because of all that. And I feel as if they, the Miami Heat would have been in the playoffs. They would have been, uh, been making runs to the playoffs with Chris Bosh as our main guy. But we were sadly, we were never able to see that because of those blood clots. And I always hate that because I think out of everybody, Chris Bosh really deserved all that praise and all that love afterwards because he got a, real, a lot of disrespect uh, during that Miami Heat run. Like, Chris Bosh was going crazy, bro. Like, he was going crazy after LeBron left. And it's so fucking sad. It hurts me to this day. 
Sea yeah. Breezy, been locked in since episode 38. Y'all the goats. Sea Breezy, you the goat, man. Appreciate Fire. you. 38. That's over 140 episodes ago, almost. Um. All right. Basketball season. We are officially less than two weeks away from NBA tip-off season oh. openers. But we've had some preseason games. Um, everyone's everyone's back, dude. Everyone's back and healthy. All these big names: Zion, Dame, Kawhi, Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray. Can we talk about Kawhi? Absolutely, please. Can we talk about <laughs> and Vic? Yeah, for sure. We're going to talk about that next. I went to that game, Dub, the Clippers Blazers game. It was how was it? Dope, man. And when I was watching PG, I was thinking about Ron's take about Devin Booker clearing PG. And then I'm watching him in person and I'm like, Paul George is nice. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't think that Devin Booker is, is but he should not be able to do the things that he does at that height. And it's so smooth. It's, it was insane. Uh, so yeah, Paul George looked good. Kawhi looked good. John Wall looked good in John Wall. Didn't uh, on the, production side it's a preseason game so of course they're not going to run it up crazy and it it wasn't like john wall was doing anything extraordinary but just watching him on the floor moving around in just the way that he was playing um not necessarily his production but just watching him out there he looked comfortable like mm -hmm. it, it, it clippers could be a lot scary and i thought clippers are for sure going to be scary but i do want to highlight on his counterpart People piss me off, bro. I fucking hate people. And because, and the reason I hate people is because y'all don't apply the same energy to everybody. Uh, Kawhi Leonard is one of those figures. When we look at Kawhi Leonard and what he's done in his career, I feel I see a lot of praise, a lot of love that Kawhi Leonard gets. But let's say if we bring up a guy like Chris Paul, you guys kill and crucify him for being hurt in the playoffs and choking in the playoffs as well. When we really dial in and look at Kawhi Leonard in his career, he won a finals MVP as a fucking role player. Let, let's clarify that. When I'm judging players, I'm, I'm judging players based on what they do at their best, in their primes, in their peaks. Kawhi Leonard winning a finals MVP in that year doesn't move the needle for me. It's the Andrea Iguodala Award. Jason Kidd, when he won a ring in 2011, I didn't think of him as a greater basketball player because he won a ring. I'm judge Chris, Jason Kidd on what he did during his prime, during his peak with the Phoenix Suns and the uh, Brooklyn Nets. I mean, not Brooklyn, New Jersey Nets. Uh, Andrew Iguodala, when I look back in Andrew, Andrew Iguodala and look back to him as a player, I'm thinking about Andrew Iguodala and his time as a Sixer and that time when he was a Denver Nugget. I'm not looking at I'm not looking at anything else. I'm not looking at him as a finals MVP. That didn't make him a better basketball player. Kawhi Leonard, him winning uh, uh, that finals MVP as a role player means shit. He averaged 12 points for the season. So then when we look at Kawhi Leonard and his prime, bro, Kawhi Leonard in his prime in 2016 is when he really entered it. He went to the playoffs. In 2017, he gets hurt. In 2018, he doesn't play. 2019, he has a historic run. I give you that. 2020, he blows a 3-1 lead. 2021, he gets hurt. In 2022, he doesn't play because he's hurt. My whole point in my argument is that y'all crucify this man, Chris Paul, for not being able to perform, blowing 3-1 leads and all this nonsense, but you're not applying that same energy to Kawhi Leonard because he won a ring in 2019. People are, though. They no. just don't mention him. Here's the thing. The reason why Chris Paul gets all of this is because people are saying that he's the greatest PG, period, whatever. You know what I mean? Greatest for, for general. Whatever greatest and then whatever comes after that is what Chris Paul has been, like, the conversation has been about, right? Quiet. Nobody's saying he's the greatest of anything. 
permanent okay. defender. They say he's a great okay. perimeter yeah, defender. Okay. No, but in 2016, when he was DPOY, Kevin Durant was fucking waxing his ass in 2016. And if he's Kevin deep, Durant, fool. Yeah. It's, 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 thank you for saying that because you want to know something? Tony Allen and Trevor Reza did a better job at guarding KD. You okay. tell me, Ka- Kawhi Leonard. You talking about? Wait, 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 wait. You talking about Kawhi Leonard, who in Tony a lot Allen of people's eyes, hold up, hold up. You saying Kawhi Leonard in a lot of people's eyes, who's a better defender than those guys, who's a DPOY. You tell me that those guys are doing a better job than Kawhi no, Leonard, no, who was a no, no, who, no, no, who no, wasn't no, even doing as much on the and offense so, end. I don't know who you've been listening to, but whenever I hear somebody say Kawhi is the greatest, um, you know, the perimeter defender or whatever, like I always hear that in like immediately after or before he's the greatest two way. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's the greatest defender who also can do the same or similar type of damage on the offensive end. Tony Allen is not that type of player. So mm-hmm. when we talk about the greatest, like, you know what I mean, of anything that Kawhi is, he is the greatest two-way in that sense, I guess you could say. hundred percent. That's 100%. the argument. He clears Scotty. No. I'm not sure about Scott. No, maybe. Not, not to I me, think but, then again, but then again, you know, this is Carmelo Anthony versus Draymond all over again. One is a role player and one is the main guy. Like, I, I don't see the comparison. Well, in 2016, 2016, LaMarcus Aldridge was the one who was taking on the – uh, the scoring load in that series. So Kawhi Leonard wasn't number two in that series. He was mainly supposed to be on defense. I think Mar said he was guarding Russell Westbrook for most of the time. But even then, if Kawhi Leonard's DPOY, you should have him on Kevin Durant the whole time. That goes to show that the coach really didn't trust him to stop Kevin Durant. In my no, opinion. that's not. I'm just saying. But then my whole, but the whole thing, it, but the whole again, thing with Kawhi. If you the know whole, that Kawhi, if you rely on Kawhi's defense as much as you rely on Kawhi's offense, you are not putting in on the best player because if the best player, like you know, relying on his offense, Marcus Aldridge was the leading scorer. Hold on, Dub and Euro, because the chat, the chat's throwing a ton of names in here, so I want to get clarification because I thought you guys were saying, in terms of small forwards, is the two way because they're throwing out Michael Jordan, they're throwing out Gary Payton. Yeah, Obviously, of course. We're not saying that Kawhi is the greatest. I said that this is the conversation that people are having about Kawhi. Got you, got you. Okay, thank you for the clarification. No, I and I, say, I, you I, know I mean, um, and here go fucking. Like, you hear that editor? But you you gotta understand. You gotta understand. You gotta understand where I'm coming from. I don't. I don't care where people rank in Kawhi Leonard. My thing is, if you're gonna crucify one guy for the same reasons that another guy is showing you, I expect you to apply that same energy. How many times do people bring up Kobe Bryant blowing a three-one lead? Tracy McGrady blowing a three-one lead. Two-way player. Yeah, Kobe Bryant. Uh, uh, with a Kwame Brown. Tracy McGrady, all by himself, blowing a 3-1 lead with nobody. No, 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 no. Kawhi we're, Leonard no, had not, Paul not, fucking we're not, George, we're not talking about Kwame and he Brown, blew a 3-1 lead. I'm just saying, bro. I'm just saying, bro. Y'all don't apply the same energy. Nobody talks about him blowing that series uh, against the Denver Nuggets, but they want to bring it up for Tracy McGrady and Kobe Bryant. Why? Why? Because y'all love this man. Y'all, y'all love him because he beat two of the most hated teams in NBA history, and that's the only reason, bro. Apply that same fucking energy, bro, because y'all get on Chris Paul for not being able to play in the postseason because I guarantee you if he was healthy, he would have won in 2018, and y'all want to say shit about him. But look at Kawhi How, Leonard. How can you guarantee that? How can you guarantee they lose? They lost, motherfucker. What you mean? What you mean? He wasn't healthy. What you healthy. mean? They lost. He wasn't healthy, son. That, and so how healthy, can you guarantee that if he was healthy that they would have won? Because they was up when he was hurt. He wasn't there, and they lose games. That's how work. That how shit works, bro. That's how it works, bro. 
Dove, I got to say, I got to say, I, I can appreciate you pushing the CP3 agenda even further because of how biased you've gotten in these last couple of weeks with the CP3. This is kind of my RJ and Ja Morant bias. So I see what you're doing. And I just want to acknowledge that I respect it. Nah, bro. It's so annoying. <laughs> People, I think somebody even brought up Chris Paul throwing a 3-1 lead um, on the Clippers. Bro, Blake Griffin, Chris Paul only played four games in that series. Like, do you understand that? But y'all want to put that I on still him. I still can't get over the fact that you mentioned Mama's cooking. What? Kawhi. Mama's cooking? Not Kawhi. Kwame. Kwame? Mama's cooking, bro. You don't remember? No, I don't know about that, bro. We're on Kawhi Leonard. I don't want to hear about... Uh, uh, <laughs> I want Kawhi Leonard. I don't want to hear about Kwame Brown. But that's all I got to say, I want to hear about Kwame y'all don't, y'all don't keep that same energy with Kawhi Leonard. It's very frustrating, bro. So y'all need to cut that shit out. Who is you y'all? <clears throat> The masses of the NBA community is what I'm talking about. The masses of them. Y'all want to talk about Mr. Glass and y'all want to put that on AD? Look at fucking Kawhi Leonard. Look at his whole entire career. That's Mr. Glass. We're going to be nasty. We're going to be real. Bro, nobody ever disputed the fact that Kawhi is God tier when it comes to load management and not playing games. Okay. Everybody's saying this about him. All the drafts that we had, all of the discussions that we had about like, oh, are we considering Kawhi or not? Does he even qualify for us to be talking about him? This is always That's what like we a talk about. That's what I'm saying. This That's not like, what well, the NBA part- community talks about. Yes, they when do. We had, when we because had the we're fucking- part of the basketball community and then the chat doesn't go, like they don't throw up their arms like, yo, how dare you guys do this and shit like that because everybody agrees. Bro, when we had that, when we had that Kawhi thing, when we had that Kawhi Leonard take on TikTok go viral, all I see is love and praise and everybody on this man's meet all in them damn comments. Why? Why? He doesn't, he doesn't play in the playoffs. He has one crazy run. Amazing run. I give it to you that. He won as a fucking role player. Understand that. A role player. That don't move the bar for anybody. Cut that shit out, bro. It pisses me off. Do you know how hard it is to win a chip? Like, it, health is a very underrated factor on why people win. Very underrated. You have to be healthy at that. But I y'all want to crucify Chris Paul. <laughs> I huh? think everybody agrees that you need to be Everybody healthy. would agree, but they don't apply that same fucking energy, Euro. They never do. They look at, they look at oh, CP3. He's a choker. He loses all the time. But they're not going to put in the context that him or his teammates are always fucking hurt. And that's the shit that pisses me off. Fucking guys, bro. Y'all got me fucking heated just thinking about these fucking people, bro. I, bro, I don't even know who you're talking about. To be honest. It's the I'm NBA talking. community, bro. Like, I don't see this, so you don't bro, see it. taking out his anger. I don't see it. I don't really go in reading you're, comments like that. So. It's not about comments. It's just I be I could go scroll on my TikTok. CP zero TikTok. rings. <laughs> CP Z CP zero rings, bro. I'll be on Twitter. Oh, he's a folder. He's a choker. He's always hurting the playoffs. I have folks. So even sports fluent. Oh well. If you're not able to perform in the playoffs, uh, I, not being able to be there in the playoffs, I have to knock you. Then knock fucking Kawhi Leonard, motherfuckers. But he has a championship, so you can't really do it. And that's it. Thank you for saying that. I'm I just, hate I'm, that I'm, argument. Chris Poole would have a championship winning? if Giannis was hurt in the finals as well. But You well, can't say that, though. I mean, I can because Kawhi has a championship because KD and Clay. But Kawhi hurt. has a championship because he has a championship. People yeah, he has a championship. You can't just ask, say... Kawhi has a different won. end. Kawhi has a different end of the same fortune cookie that Chris Paul has. Chris Paul hasn't won because of injuries. Kawhi Leonard had the fortune of coming up against a finals opponent that was much superior, and they were hurt. 
That is why he has the same championship, which Chris Paul is lacking. And that's the only reason people have Kawhi over Chris Paul when you should have Chris Paul over Kawhi realistically. In my opinion. You, you definitely should, bro. He's, he's done it. He's done it for much longer. Wait. And I'd argue at his peak, he's at least on the same level as a player. And then they say, then they say he folds it. He falls off in the playoffs. What falls off? His playoff stats are fucking remarkable. Wait, hold on. Now you really got me thinking. Because I, I have Chris Paul over Kawhi. There it's actually, been like 15 there years actually is a Kawhi good argument Kawhi. in terms of their basketball playing abilities. Chris, Chris Paul over Kawhi. I was a little, I was a little bad at it. As a player but, in general, like but, you mean in, in in the goat list? Damn. And, yeah, in the list. That's hard. That's actually kind of hard to to uh, disagree with. You could have it either way. I don't care if you have Kawhi over CP3 or. or I guess now I don't care that you have CP3 over Kawhi because really thinking about it, Chris Paul's a top three. Is that fair? For sure, top five point guard to ever play in the NBA. I got him top three, motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, I, I w- it's not crazy to say top three to me. Chris Paul's man. I want to hear what you have Ron the has biggest to say. Kawhi I want, we have to hear yes. this. We have to hear this. Ron, please tell me you've been listening. I have not. Okay. We just got on Chris Paul in totality. Basketball player clears Kawhi. I, I didn't say when clears, you look at his yes. career. Okay, we say clear because it's more dramatic. You oh, can sorry. rank clears, CP3. Clears. Yeah, clears. You can rank CP3 over Kawhi. Is that is that crazy to say? Uh, I think it's <laughs> blasphemy. I think you're talking straight out the back of your ass if you say that. Check this wait, out, there, wait, where's the front out. of your ass? <laughs> well, you don't I mean, want to know that one. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. Okay, okay, that. my bad. But but check this out though. I, if you're talking about longevity and just ability to sustain a career, obviously Chris Paul's played what seventeen. This is this yeah. Sport. This is year eighteen. I think. This is year eighteen. So bro, like that's if if you want to put it into that little lens, yeah, Chris Paul clears Kawhi. But now when we get to breaking down accolades and you as a player and what you've done, bro, Kawhi wipes Chris Paul. Accolades? Kawhi's more accomplished than Chris Paul. He's not more yeah. accomplished at all. Yeah. What you mean is Kawhi has two rings, right? Because in two rings, two defensive player of the years, um, mm-hmm. first teams, you can get into all of that. Kawhi, Chris got, Paul, Kawhi Chris has Paul that has, Chris Paul has way more All-NBAs. Way, 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 way more All-NBAs. More All-Star selections. Yes, I think he has five top five MVP When was Kawhi drafted and when was Chris Paul drafted? Because that's why as of right now, we're not going to say 10 years from now it might be different. Kawhi plays another 10 years and gets those accolades. It's a different story. But as of today, Chris Paul is way more accomplished. As of uh, nah, he's what? Come on, bro. You're 12, just 12 time moves, 12 so you would, all right. So now, because now we're gonna play this game since he's since he's more accomplished. Mars, whose career would you rather have? Oh, I'd rather have a quest. Okay, then. So, like, <laughs> uh, hold on, hold on. Come on, forget the career thing. Let's talk about just basketball, basketball player. Can you still say that CP3 clears quiet as a basketball player? Because like that's just, where I'm looking at it. Like, mm. I don't, I don't, on, I actually don't think that's crazy in, in Mars's light. Like, when you strip all accolades. Mm-hmm. Yes. No. I feel like that's not I that don't know crazy, how. bro. No. I think I think that I think they're well, I think they're in the same tier. See, definitely in the same. Ron, 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 Ron. Hold on, Ron. CP3 ranks higher all time in his position than I think Kawhi Leonard at the end of his career will rank in his position. That mm. might not be fair to say, 
it, it might like, not be it's kind of you're kind of it's kind of little context around the same realm because i i still don't have chris paul top five so it's like and, and i just and think that's do, the most if you do, if you, do thing, if you do it's at five or four let me ask you this besides magic and steph strip all the fucking accolades who the hell's better than chris paul I'm gonna say a guy that you guys hate for me to say. So let's just let's just skip past Russell the Westbrook. obvious one. Okay, let's let's skip past, past the obvious the 1980s. one. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were about to say fucking Trey. Nah, nah, nah. Yo, if you said that, Ron, I would have just oh. ended the show. <laughs> I mean, that would have been ridiculous. Euro, you want to go home early? Because you got you got you practice where Colts is like, if you make this shot, everybody gets to go home early. Yeah. But nah, I'm a Kawhi I'm a, does more things better. What the does. fuck are you talking he about? He does, bro. He does. How? He does. He scores probably better, which CP3 is not a better. bad score. Better he's a score. he's a better defender, where yes. CP3 is not a bad defender as well. Better so rebounder. then, what are we gonna look at? What we got? Better rebounder. He are is, bro. What do you sure? want me? To, you want me to say he's not? He's how many rebounds eight. does he? How many? How, <laughs> are you six eight. Right Kawhi for his career averages six and a half rebounds. Yeah, he averages six and a half rebounds. Hey, we don't care about rebounds. What about like who cares about six boards? Next. bro? like come on, son. Next, bro. I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and act like rebound is not an intricate part of basketball. But we can. We can. We can move Chris on to Poole, the next. Chris Paul. Chris Paul clears him as a passer. Clears him. Oh, as a without a doubt. Bro. Without a doubt. We don't even have to go into that. What are those shooting? Clears him as a floor like. raiser as well. You could even. You could argue Chris Paul's a better shooter than Kawhi. That's what I'm. You could also argue he's better from the mid range than Kawhi. But hey, at the same that time, it's, it's very close. It tough. They're both elite. Yeah, either way, it goes as close. And Kawhi really improved his three point shooting to really like you know make that one a little closer too. Yeah, but the only thing where I'd say it's not close at all would be the passing and playmaking, where Chris Paul clears. Okay, as a defender, as a defender, Kawhi obviously is the better defender, but Chris Paul's an all-time great point guard defensively. No, no, without a doubt, I'm all not right. gonna lie. It's it's actually fairly close. But I just looked I at mean, the numbers. I think you could you could say with uh, certainty that Kawhi is a better shooter from everywhere on the floor than Chris Paul. Everywhere, I, I don't know if he's a better shooter from mid range, but. He, oh, I didn't Kawhi, look at that. I think he might get three point. I think he might get yeah three 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 point. You can have because mm-hmm. Kawhi had a year where he shot forty five percent. So yeah, that's mm-hmm. nuts. That but is mid range. Mid range, I think, is cool, bro. But he, here's my thing: why you can't say Chris Paul just clears Kawhi, and why it's just you know something that you don't think about? Because it's like when you build a team, who are you going to choose as your number one option? Or who who would you like? You you got to draft, and the next two best players on the board is Chris Paul and Kawhi. All right, both let me ask you both this. At, both at their best. I'm, can I guarantee – both of them are unhealthy. I'm taking Chris Paul. Yeah, but check this out, though. Ron, this is a nasty it, context, it, man, because you're taking in, Kawhi for sure. In, in a, Exactly my point. In a shorter but, stint, in a shorter stint and with Kawhi being unhealthy – he got two rings. Let me ask you. Oh my God, he got two rings as a role player. If you want to include Toronto, one he's a role player. One he's on San Antonio. Oh, one, one. My bad. My bad. One. But he got Finals MVP, so he performed the best on that stage. He performed great. It's an Andre Iguodala award, bro. You don't say and think that Andre Iguodala is a great. Great. He got the award for the same reason Iggy got the award, which is because he played defense on the bar. That's why he got the award. The whole team played well. If you could give a team finals MVP, you give it to the 2014 Spurs. So right. when yeah. we break that down, who led them in scoring during that series? In, pre- in that series, I think it was Kawhi. I think it was Kawhi. Uh, I think 16 uh, points a game. Uh, I see, bro, 16 uh, points a game. That means everybody. That means everybody's putting in defensive win shares. Jesus Christ. Uh, I mean, who took the hardest assignment? 
Uh, technically, Tony Parker averaged 18 and Kawhi averaged 17.8. Technically. Who took, who took the hardest assignment? Technically, Tony Parker averaged 18 and Kawhi okay. averaged 17.8. Okay. okay, who took the hardest assignment? Yeah, Kawhi got it, LeBron. Okay, and can we go look at Chris Paul's um Yeah, Kawhi, Kawhi, Kawhi guarded LeBron to 28 a game on 57-52, 79 splits. That's finals MVP performance. I'm not gonna nah, but check this out, though. Check finals out. MVP performance. Check, check, right check there. this out, though. Because it got the same thing. 68% true shooting. Finals because, MVP because you know Marsh, how you be looking up these stats, bro? When you're guarding LeBron, when you're guarding <laughs> you're LeBron, you, show you know. me your ways, Mars. I need to know this shit. 68, 68% true shooting, 28 a game. Kawhi averaged the second most points on his team, but he was just a clear cut finals MVP. I'm telling you, because it was in totality. It's not just because no, I like, agree he does. I agree he like nobody's saying MVP. I'm just he saying it was close. Yeah. Nobody's saying, saying that he didn't deserve Finals MVP in that year, Ron. That's yeah, where you get Mr. Shooter. Yeah, all, he, he all that we're saying is that we're not going to sit here and look at Kawhi Leonard in a as a better basketball player just because he won a Finals MVP when he wasn't so even performing at his best. One. Let's go to the second he one. Played and run great. That whole, yeah, and he, run he was great. That. Yo, because Chris Paul, I'm 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 sure he's had teams that are that were of a similar dynamic as Toronto. They got hurt. Yeah, he got hurt. Now I'm about to ether y'all. Yeah, because I was on that show with him yesterday. Now, hey, now I'm finna take y'all straight to Etherland because <laughs> Chris Paul, Chris Paul, played for the Suns, right? Yeah. Yeah. Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, mm-hmm. you know, Mikael Bridges, Jay Crowder. Yeah, they yeah, went yeah. to the finals, right? Mm-hmm. And you can say the same thing about Kawhi. It was in a um, it was the 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 conference was was down. You know mm-hmm. all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's fine. Injured, things of that nature. So I say that all the easy, time. They had exactly, so they had an easier route to the finals. I say that all mm-hmm. the time. Right? It's fine. Now check this out. They get there. They go up two zero. Mm-hmm. If Kawhi goes up two zero, you you put Kawhi on that Suns team. They go up two zero. Cameron Payne can run a point guard. I don't care. Who I saw I saw Kawhi up three one on Jokic. He wasn't even MVP level yet and lose. Okay. Okay. And on top of that, this is a the CP3. only time I've seen Kawhi get it done is when the Warriors are dismantled by injuries and KD plays eleven minutes. And let's not forget CP3. If CP3 is out of his mind, bro. If Giannis gets hurt against the what, Suns, you think Chris Paul can't win that series? What, what about what about one of the biggest shots in NBA history? In the Philadelphia, that, the one that was where he yeah, the, the one yeah, where, where he traveled. Yeah, yeah, that's a great, that's a great That's one of the biggest. It's a great travel. It was a great travel. I don't care. But Ron, this is Ron. This is a nasty context, Ben, because you're looking at a Chris Paul who, me, me, in my personal opinion, this is Chris Paul outside of his best version of himself. Look, bro, I'm looking at Kawhi Leonard. You're looking at Kawhi Leonard and the best version of himself. Putting it there, is CP3 and the best version of himself on that fucking Phoenix Suns team? He's not blowing a two-zero lead, bro. He, he's he not have a chance to even go up to all because he couldn't hey, get there. Bozos, I agree with Nilesh. He says these guys don't know basketball. I agree. They don't. I do, though. <laughs> Carry on. So he, ha, okay. I don't know. I don't even know what to say about that. I was just been, trying to transition been, into these. I've been reading his uh, comments and shit. It's funny because he went from like your top left is an idiot to like <laughs> top right is an idiot. And then he's just like, fuck it. None of these guys know basketball. Nah, but these are the these are the uncomfortable truths that people have to accept, bro. This is just the truth about Kawhi Leonard. If you're mad at it, 
Just go look at some history and look what happened, and then you'll figure out that what we're saying is true. Don't be caught up in your emotions, bro. It is what it is. Man, Let's hit yeah, these cool. super chats. Football breakdown. Go ahead, all your favorite players. The only person that I know that's beat all of your favorite players in the playoffs. And that's why Vincent people Vincent. hold him to this standard. Vincent for that Jackson. fucking reason right there. So where are we, where are we he beat two of the most hated players, and that's the only reason. Where where are we supposed to send him? Or where, where are we supposed to like? To the ether. Where are we supposed to put him at? I mean, you said if he wins another title, he's pushing top 10. You, no, but see, you guys, I said he's pushing 10. When I said that, I meant like anywhere from 11 to 15. Kawhi's not going to not gonna be top 10, but check Where's this KD? out. Though. Where's KD? KD for me, he's in that lower teens range, like upper teens, should I say, like 18, 19, 20, somewhere so in there. So Kawhi would be over KD. If Kawhi got three championships... Three finals MVPs, <sighs> not on super teams. See, y'all about to make me get on my uh on my ticket, and I don't want to do this. Where he didn't stack the deck, three <laughs> finals MVPs. He did who stack did, the deck, bro. He, he got the Clippers. Son. What? That's what he went to the Clippers for to stack the deck. You, 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 you can say the Clippers are stacked, but two before that and one with the stack deck. So I'll, I'll give you that the Clippers may be stacked. I don't know how this twenty fourteen ring is just being. Put on it's the same level as regular MVP. rings because he got finals MVP. You know, there's three rounds of the playoffs before the finals right, well and a whole regular case, season, okay, right? Well, then if, the, if that's the case, Summer Steph's rings don't count too. What? What? It's nowhere no, 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 near no, no, each other, bro. How is that comparable? If you can tell me, if you can tell me how that's comparable, that's cool. Because you just said Kawhi was the second best player on his team, right? Or he averaged the second. No, I said I don't know how averaged the second most points during two finals too. Okay. Okay. What about for the season, Ron? Is what he's saying in the postseason? What they were doing? Yeah, there's more than there's more than one series that contributes. Defines to a player. It's more than no, one series that defines a player. Okay, bro. I mean, I'm saying so being the Finals be, MVP we, doesn't mean you just get that ring counted the same as someone like a LeBron James in Miami. The same you get it compared to a Kobe Bryant in 2009, just because he won the Finals MVP. There's levels to it. That's it's, it's bottom tier. Yeah, and that's was bottom still, tier. I was still growing as a player. Yeah, that, that's cool he was growing, but that's okay, but bottom I mean, tier of championship level the ring players. No, I'm not the, saying like, strip the ring. You're saying three rings, three no, finals, but, MVPs. There's no, context. No, it's, it's absolute context. But then when I bring everything into full light and I say on the ultimate stage in the world, the, the, the pinnacle of basketball, he performed twice. Oh Chris Paul went there, was up twice. In, in what happened twice he was up 2-0 one twice two, no in, in the finals oh he went up 1-0 and then went up 2-0 that's what it's yes yes oh, okay and then and Kawhi blew a 3-1 lead okay with and nobody Kawhi's hurt got two finals MVPs all right, what are we doing? Chris, Chris Paul's blown leads too. Okay, we're off. Chris Paul played very well in the 20s. Chris Paul is has been a notorious choker. A notor- he's underachieved throughout his whole career for somebody who you guys have said since 2007 is the clear-cut best point guard in the NBA. That's a lie. Why, what year, that's what, a lie. What years that's did you lie. expect Why him has, to win? What? What years did you expect him to win where he played the whole series what, and, and no one it, on his team got it, hurt? It, what, 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 year did, what year was that the case? 2008, that, he lost to the Spurs. You expect him to beat the Spurs? And that's my fucking point with Chris Paul. What years do we expect him to win? It's been plenty of years where we have expected Kawhi to win because we know how great Kawhi is. And he hasn't won when he's been expected to win. 
Yo, okay, the chat is going crazy with the I would smoke this guy in a debate. This guy doesn't know basketball. That guy doesn't know basketball. I'm bringing people up today, and you are joining. You are clicking the link if you're talking shit in the comments because I want to see if you can debate. (laughs) I'm smoking that chat pack today. Hey, you'll smoke me. That's fine. But just sitting there in the comments typing crazy shit, I can't wait to hear you. Oh, my God. And I hope that you you come up here and smoke some of these guys. But – Oh my God, we're bringing people up today, but we got to get to these super chats. And I want to talk about Victor Wembanyama before we bring people up because it's going to get crazy. Football breakdown: Kawhi joined Toronto after their most wins ever. He sent another one. CP3 skill set is tougher to find. Linden, Kawhi has been a top five player more than CP3. That's a nice That's little context, Ben. That's not true. It's a nice little context, Ben. Though CP3 doesn't That's elevate nice. in the playoffs like Kawhi. That's a lie as well. Drink eh. more water. Mars using your Draymond is better than Mellow Logic. Who's better, CP3 or Drew Holiday? Since CP3 is a floor raiser and Drew's a ceiling raiser. Chris Poole. Linden yeah. with the super chat. This dub and Mars duo is so nasty. Logan. I told, I told y'all not to do that pairing. I told you go, Ron. I look at y'all. Shambles. Phoenix Ron's Suggs. spitting facts Chris right Paul. now. Says Kevin Logan. Booker. Chris, Chris Paul, Paul. Kevin Booker. Ron, you know you're getting fried right now, right? <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> like, the, the only reason people agree with you Ron, is because Kawhi has rings. And, and that's you know, it. It's the final. You know that. They know the the only thing that you care about. Uh, if Ron? they listen to what people are actually saying, they would know me and double. But you know, no, this they don't is care not about what player choice is about. Don't nobody fucking listen to what the fuck we say. Listen, this goes this goes to what Mar said the other time. Y'all look at accolades and think that that makes you a better basketball player, which it doesn't. Ron, all you're I'm hearing is Finals MVP this, Finals MVP that. What about their games, bro? What about their games? You stripped it. We we were talking about it, and there was nothing that was said. We already talked. If you have to, after the show, rewind and hear what he said. We already were here. We have to move. We're moving. He said he clears them in scoring, defense, rebounding. Y'all got mad when I said rebounding. Yeah, I I never got mad at rebounding. All right, Lyndon, just wondering, when has CP3 been a top five player? And that's a fact. Well, you could argue any of those years from five. like 08 to like 2014, he was a top five player. Any of those years, you could argue that. You could mm-hmm. argue that. Christy, <laughs> Christy, Ela, Miguel. Kawhi wins when it matters most. If he lost in 2019, you guys would hold it against him. Manu, Duncan, and Parker were washed in 2014. Give credit. If he, if he lost to a Golden State team that looked like that, yes, I would hold it against him and they weren't washed. Football Breakdown said, no one talks about that missed free throw. What missed free throw? 2013, Kawhi Leonard, game six, he missed a free throw just like Manu Ginobili. And that's why Ray Allen got to hit that and, shot. Well, and, on top of that, and on top of that, he really should have two two rings, or three rings too. Who? But, well, who? if he didn't choke, if he didn't choke, maybe he would, but he choked. So, <laughs> and if, if Chris Paul yeah. didn't choke, he'd have one. Um, Ooh, so they're both chokers. If Chris Paul did, if Chris Paul wasn't hurt, he would would have beaten the best fucking team in fucking NBA history. We're going to be real. Motherfucker. Big Roan said, uh, Dub's got a man crush on CP3. Cammy Kong said, Toronto swept the Warriors that season, beat them in the finals with or without injuries. Toronto was winning. All right. Now, let's get to let's get to last night. Victor Wembanyana, Scoot Henderson duking it out. This is what Victor Wembanyana put up last night. 37 points, went 11 from 20 from the field, 7 for 11. 
from three, four boards. Scoot Henderson, 28, 11 for 21, two for three from the three, five boards, nine assists. Did anyone – I watched the highlights uh, last night because I was out and about. I came back and immediately threw that on. My initial thoughts was, bro, Victor Wembanyama is out here looking like a taller Kevin Durant. <laughs> like, it's it's crazy. And he should not be moving as fluid and as gracefully as he does. That is the most insane to me. The way that he just doesn't look uncoordinated and, like, uh. I don't know what I'm trying to like, like he doesn't fit out there. I don't know. Like it doesn't look awkward. Yeah. Yeah. He it's just, crazy. He's fluid, fluid. Yeah. And Scoot, I actually, this is how much of casual I am. I had no idea who Scoot Henderson was watching him last night. He bro, only 18 years old. Obviously he has a talent to score Both the basketball. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. Um, He's going to be a talented scorer, can get to the rack, can shoot the ball. I mean, yeah, these two were – that was insane. But did you guys actually watch the whole game? Yeah, I watched it. I, yeah. As far as Vic, I mean, I paid attention to – I paid attention to overseas basketball, you know. And, of course, you know, he was playing with, with uh, Osville at one point, which is a yeah. EuroLeague team. So this is Tony Parker's team, by the way. Uh, Tony Parker's brother is the coach. And uh, I mean, I'm I wasn't surprised by what I saw yesterday. I mean, he's been he he's been him like he's been doing this. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's just it's just dope to see that everybody's so excited for a player like that, and it actually feels a lot more like a like a reality. You know what I mean? Because like there's a lot of there's a lot of kids you know coming out of high school or whatever that are supposed to be all these you know top prospects that get all of this attention, all of this hype or whatever, but you don't really know for sure. I think with Vic, though, like, his game will definitely translate to the league. I don't think, of course, every basketball player at all times, it doesn't matter if you're LeBron James or if you're Victor Wembanyama, you have to improve, right, at every single thing that you do. But and the only thing that I say would be, like, the biggest adjustment for him going to the league is just when he gets beat, on the perimeter, and here we are again with the with the perimeter defense, Mars. I'm not saying he's a bad defender at all, but I think that he part of his defensive um, strength is being able to clean somebody off the backboard. You know, once he's chasing them, and so overseas the court is a lot smaller. Plus, he has the advantage that you know his help side defense can stay in the paint however long they want and so for the guy that beats him off the dribble that he can very well just be like you know what go ahead take this lane because i know i'm going to be able to block you you know at the rim from behind uh i don't think that is going to be as easy in the league because the court is bigger and because help side defense isn't right there like they actually have to move in um and you have better athletes in the in the league as well so i think that's going to be his biggest adjustment but i don't think it's a problem at all like it's just a matter of getting used to it. So gaining some weight and it's going to be fun for sure. Bro, trying to gain weight at 7'4 sounds miserable. 
Like how many calories you have to consume to it'll come naturally. Put a pound your on. your yeah, body right. will eventually catch up. I don't think as 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 skinny as he is and as frail looking as he is, I don't think he's a pushover. Because when you see like people trying to put him in the post or even when he's in the post, right, and they like try to muscle him or whatever. Right. Um that that's not doing anything to him. Like yes, right. you it can, looks like, like he has a solid like, foundation. You know, he looks like the inflatable thing in front of a car dealership sometimes, but he still holds his position and then he's so long it doesn't matter like he can get yeah, to the fucking yeah. he can get to the to the you know to the circle and he just turn around and just dunk it on your head like i i like i don't see a lot of flaws in this game to and flaws what i mean by that is flaws that can't be worked on right and, you know he can make those like, glaring glaring concerns yeah and as far as scoot he's ready <laughs> yeah, man. He I reminds me of John Morant, but he has impressed. a better jump shot coming in. Yeah. So, but I like Vic. I think from what I've seen, like I saw what I could yesterday, and I did watch what I could of him last season. His offensive game isn't as good as it looked yesterday. That that's unsustainable. He doesn't shoot that well. He has the potential, but that was an outlier game. I think. I think he. Like he moved to the team he was at last year was obviously a much better team, so he wasn't featured as much. Whereas now, I think he has more freedom to experiment and play his game how he wants. But I think, in terms of his offensive game, I don't think he's he's not that polished yet. But obviously, that that will come with time. I think his jump shot, even though he made seven threes, it just looks it looks like I don't know how to say it. It looks like it's different every time he releases, it. and I think that's because of his height. Like some shots look a lot flatter than others. And I think it's because he's so tall when he releases it sometimes. Like even if you look at his free throws, it looks like he needs he's pushing the ball too high for someone his height. And it's just, it doesn't make sense when I'm trying to explain it without no, watching it. Let me ask you this though. Do you think his shot is different on every shot? Or do you think he has a shot for a free throw? Then he has a shot for a turnaround. Then he has a shot for a three. And he, you know what I mean? Where he has that same like mechanics and that same release with each specific, you know what I mean, movement and area of the court. I can see that, but even, even with, place? even with, if you look at his freeze yesterday, they were all, not all, but they all looked different in some way in terms of the arc they had on them. And I think that's just because of how tall he is, the ball's going to take different trajectories to the rim, which I think can raise some questions about the consistency he's going to have from there, just because he's such a big body that shooting is always going to be tougher for the taller guys. And he's like, he's got very big hands. So it's just getting the ball like off your fingertips at the right angle consistently might be a bigger problem for him. And I think his handle is very good for a guy his size, but obviously it's similar to the KD effect. He has a great handle for his size, but in the NBA with better defenders, putting the ball on the floor with that much distance to go between your hand and the floor is still going to be a bit of a looser handle and it's going to be something that you don't want to go to consistently. Consistently. So well, I think his offensive game isn't as good as it looks right now. I think, I think, I mean, I agree. You know, you put a player, regardless of who he is, if he's tall, if he's short or whatever, if he's ready for the NBA, right, and he has only been playing at a lesser level, of course, he. you know what I mean? It's not going to be immediately like, oh, he's going to cook the best NBA defender type of shit. But I feel like the foundation, right, like his handle at that height, He's only going to improve. And yeah, so, he has like, every tool. So, he has every is, tool. Right. And so the thing is, it's not so much an improvement because you can be a horrible, like, you know, like with Shaq, for example, right? Horrible free throw shooter. He can improve, but is he going to be a great free throw shooter? Never. Just because of the way that he's holding the ball, how he's shooting the ball, et cetera, et cetera. Vic, his, 
his basketball skills, like, you know, from top to bottom, they are already good or better than good. And so, like, his improvement curve, right, is going to be much, is going to come much quicker and it's going to be a lot steeper than a lot of other guys. Um, and so I am not at all worried that, you know, he's not going to be able to, like, I don't necessarily agree with how you said it, Mars. I understand what you mean, but I don't think I agree with that fully. I mean, I said when we did the top 10 players under, what was it, 24, like a couple episodes ago, I said Victor Wembanyama should be top two right now. I think going forward, next 10 years, Victor Wembanyama, besides Luka Doncic, I think he's going to be the best prospect we have. But Yo, I, 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 I would love to go back about straight away his offense. I would love to go back and do that list and actually put him somewhere in there. Mars, I do remember you saying his name, but uh, Vic is crazy. But I'm not even going to get into Vic just yet. I want to talk about Scoop. Uh, JD, I was kind of there with you. Like, I, I knew who Scoop was, but I hadn't watched him play too much. This is the first time I actually watched him play. And Scoop for sure impressed me. And it was, it was really a couple of the finishes that he finished around the hoop mm-hmm. with Victor down there. Because mm-hmm. I've, I have watched Victor a lot. Um, I watched him in the EuroLeague last year and have just been paying attention to him a lot more because he's just been featured around more. But um, the way Scoot was able to finish in there around him, because I've seen Victor send numerous shots. He did it last night. Send numerous shots to half court, out of bounds, off the backboard. He's, he's, he's one of the best young shot blockers I've seen. And the way he was able to maneuver in there with him, that was that was amazing. Uh, had a couple different times where he made some crazy dribble moves, couple couple uh you know step backs and things of that nature. So Scoot actually got game, but um in terms of Victor, I mean, bro, and you guys throw some names out there because I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. But you mean player comp? No, no, not not player comps. I'm talking about like hype around prospects coming into the league. Mm. I think he's one of the best prospects I've seen since 2003. No. no. From a scout's perspective, maybe. A, but in terms of hype, I don't think so. Yeah. I think Zion, I think yeah, Zion was more hyped. Well, I, sure. I, I think Sebastian Telfair was more hyped. Hold For on, no, sure. No, no. Yeah, he Dude, doesn't have Benyama, the hype. But I think the when yeah, Benyama's a, not really getting the juice. He's not really getting the juice like these guys were getting. Like, he's, yeah. getting, he's getting pretty decent social media, like the there's traction there but it's not like oh my because he's so much more like i want to say fundamental and it's not crazy uh like freak ability i mean it technically yeah, is freak it ability because he shouldn't Every be doing this but I it's not you know what i'm saying it's not like something that should that is going to go like zion viral you know what i'm saying yeah i'm i'm more so i get what you guys are saying i'm more so talking about from a from a scout's perspective like mar said i remember 2 years ago i was looking at uh at like a, a mock draft arena article the dude said if everybody was put into into the draft right now everybody basically 18 and younger victor would for sure be the number 1 pick this is yeah. with chat this was with I, I want to say Cade was still in there too. It was Vic at a at a younger. I think it was sixteen, and they were basically saying at that point he was the best prospect. That was around the time where him and Rudy had played one on one. He was yeah, yeah. cooking Rudy, and then so like from in terms of that and just watching him, I don't I don't know if the if I've seen a prospect that has been coming into the draft that has is more complete than Victor. And I mean it's it's crazy to say, but we can go down the list. He's not and more complete than Scoot. You said what? Hold on. You said he's a more complete prospect than who? I, then, bro, I'm I'm dating back. 
like I'm I'm talking about like you can go to Zion, you can go to uh John Wall, you can go to Carl Anthony Towns, you can go all the way back to I mean, bro, I'm I'm thinking like I think well, the intrigue, you want to go all the way back to LeBron, don't you? Yeah, I think bro, the, I think the intrigue with Wembenyama is potential, not what he can do. It's one thousand percent potential. Because no, right bro. now, right now, he's not going to come in twenty twelve and four blocks. But the potential he has to be the best defender in the NBA with an offensive game, like the comparison I hear a lot is Porzingis offense, Rudy Gobert defense put into one. Bro, but he—that's what I see. But I don't—I think that's what intrigues people because of the high way. He's way better with the basketball already than Porzingis putting the ball on the floor, and just his comfortability looks so. Like I posted, (laughs) I posted some shit on Twitter yesterday, uh, responding to "Ball Don't Stop" because he said that Scoot Henderson is is more NBA ready right now because he's a perimeter player and like his game is at the perimeter and. I know I was kind of trolling because it was just a clip of Victor Wembanyama tr- coming off a screen and splashing a three. And I was like, this would be fun to just go in there. And then someone was like, you guys killed Porzingis for doing this. I'm like, bro, if you look at him compared to Porzingis, they're not the same. Yeah. But they, you want to compare. My, I'm not mad my at biggest that. thing, my biggest thing though, with Wembanyama is who is he going to go to? Because hopefully the NBA does their little, you know, dark magic behind the scenes and really places him with a team that can do something with him in terms of like his development, because clearly, you know, that's an international star that I don't think they can afford to not have. And they should put all that, all their eggs in that basket, put a lot of stock in it, you know, just for the betterment of, of the league, for the betterment of the sport and stuff like that. And so I would hate for him to like end up with Utah. I think I think it's destiny for the Spurs. I think the Spurs are destined to get. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm predicting. I'm not mad at that. I've been hearing the Spurs too. Him, him, and Pop. All right, you you know. I'm not mad at that. I'd be I'd be very disappointed if he ends up like even in even in Houston. I just don't think developing correctly with guys like Indiana or something like that or Sacramento. I'm not. I'm not mad at Houston. Vic and uh, Vic and um, Jalen Green. Yeah, but no, you're I'm looking at love players. to watch it, but from a development at standpoint, the players, I'm right, not, right. Yeah. Plus, yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like, like, they've got a lot of bigs. I think. Right. You well, like when you when you compare it to Scoot, right? Like I think Scoot will be okay with any team, really. You know what I'm saying? But somebody like Vic, that's a special type of talent that you have to take extreme care of. And you can't just have them with a random ass franchise, you know. In yeah. my opinion, no, I, I, I get you. That. And then, but I mean, what I what I disagree with is how now is with Mars. Now, I'm not going to say that Vic could come in the league and average 25 and 13 right now, but after after watching them last night, and maybe I'm getting a bit ahead of my, a bit ahead of myself. But I even watched them all last year, and every time Victor comes on the floor, he has a crazy impact on both ends of the floor. His shot making on offense is crazy. On top of that, his ability to get offensive rebounds, tip dunks, and just as a, as an alley oop threat without the ball is, you know, a talent in and of itself. So if you have somebody else that is a good ball handler around him and that can get in the paint and, and throw him oops or dump it off to him, he's he's going to eat off that all day. So I'm like, I, I'm just thinking if you place him in in the NBA right now, I think he can easily right now today average 18-19. And the rebounds, he's rebound is not really his strength. It hasn't really been his forte. Me looking at his game, he only had seven rebounds last night. And I haven't really seen him rebound at a crazy clip. 
but I'm assuming that'll come with strength too. But I think he could easily average 18, 19. He only had games. four rebounds last night. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, I, mean, that's, that's I, I don't favorite. know. Yeah, I, he just I, crashed I, the board and he's seven four. Like he'll be able to snag some, you know. I don't. I'm not really worried about that because that because those four can turn into eight real quick. Right. That's true. Plus, he was on the perimeter. Like he gets a lot of offensive rebounds, but when yeah. you're out on the three point line, that's going to take away from obviously getting rebounds on the offensive glass. So, yeah, you don't really put too much stock in that, in my opinion. All right, bozos, it's time to come up here and debate. You guys wanted it. You've been talking trash for an hour and a half. Come put your money where your mouth is. Come debate Dub, Euro, Ron, and Mars. I'm just going to sit here and egg everybody on. Oh, so you're scared, huh? What if they want to debate you? Um, mm-hmm. Then I'm just going to kick him from the call. So Jimmy, Jimmy Two Shoes saying, JD, you don't know basketball. My that is heat, bro. Jimmy Two Shoes, I would have dunked on you five, six years ago. So that's pretty fire. I'll dunk on you today. I'll maybe that. make a layup. Maybe. Yo, I want these guys that are talking, bro. I I see who's in here right now. I'm going to wait because there's some people talking reckless, so I want to see if they come in here. I appreciate already. you guys. You guys. I mean, big, big Roan said Run just be chatting. He's <laughs> big, well, bring, bring in little. I Roan. love Big Roan. I love Big Roan. Come on, Let's Roan. get him in here. Let's get him in here. Now, What's what good, Big Roan? Running from the grind. <laughs> running nah. for the grind. Yo, what's good? Just what think, what's good? Wait, what's your name in the chat? Oh, my name in the chat? Just think. That's what I put up there. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Just make it short. Some people put other stuff that's not their username, but anyway, go ahead. You know, for me, honestly, I might, y'all might think this is kind of a boost, but I think Victor got the potential to probably be the greatest player of all time, or one of the greatest players I've ever seen to be honest. And I don't think San Antonio is the best place. I think Houston might be a better place for him, to be honest, just because they got KPJ there, they got Jalen there, they got guys who can handle the rock and set him up and make him look good. I agree with that. That's kind of my personal take. You know, I've never seen Victor. I, I haven't seen anybody that complete. He's probably more complete than LeBron because LeBron came into the league. He couldn't really shoot like that, to be honest. Um, Victor could shoot, pass, dribble, great defender. He could guard big men. He could guard guards. I I haven't seen a prospect like that in my life, to be honest. I agree, and that's one thing we didn't touch on. I haven't. Really you know, the it, perimeter. It's really sick. He's he sick, man. Yeah, he does He's... move his feet well. That's what I noticed, too. And like I was saying, it just doesn't make sense looking at a guy like that at that size in the way that his flu- just fluid movements. Have y'all ever seen that before? Well, I've no. because I've never seen I've anybody never, like I've that, never seen honest, but I've here's never the seen anybody like that. I've never seen He's way better than Scoot. I think him and Scoot, it's like a gap. It's it's not even a competition for the number one pick. It's yeah, it's, it's like him. Victor. No, He's no him. Fans or butts. But they were saying that last year. They were saying if you would have put Victor in last year's draft, it would have been a clear cut, clear cut number one. Number one. And I but mean, I, you had Chet in last year's draft too, which which you get some comparisons with those two. But I think Victor clears Chet in in a lot of categories as well. Oh yeah, it's not even a com- it's not even a conversation. It's not even a conversation. I, I think Chet, Chet might be able to shoot yeah. a little better than him, maybe. 
I think yeah, but, a passer than but he has to get that off over. Yeah. We'll be talking about just one, yeah. one right? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You see what you see all the you see all the shit that Scoot had to do in order to get a shot over, bro, over Vic, and then even still, Vic blocked him like three times. You know what I'm saying? I mean, once at the rim or twice at the rim, I guess. But that one step back that he had. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen anybody. I mean, it, it's not a stretch to say that nobody has ever seen anything like Vic. You know what I mean? Seven, I've, four, I've never doing seen nothing doing. like that. Nobody's ever seen that. But I think he's definitely going to average twenty to points a game. Rip, his freshman, off his rip year. that he's all time like he has the potential to be the all time greatest player of all. You, know, I, I, you can I say that know. about anyone technically, but no, yeah. you can't. No, you can't say that about anybody. It's, it's, you can't. You can say that about anybody nah. who's, who's a prospect like him, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, who's who's been a prospect like him? You could have like said Le- the same thing about Luka. <laughs> LeBron, like, you know what I'm saying? You could have no, said the same thing about Luka. When he no, no. I, I couldn't say the same thing about Luka. No, I mean, Luka, no, no. Luka had a lot of hate. Luka, no one has hate than Luka. But I, I think I could... The general public, no, because obviously he wasn't even number one. But if you just look... I knew what he was doing in Real Madrid. I knew what he was doing in Real Madrid. He was the MVP, 17-year-old dude. He was killing it. But he he's not Victor, though. He's, he's not. I that, mean, not here's the all. thing, man. He's he's nah. 18. Like, there's a lot of what development that needs to be done. We don't even know if if he can even get better for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, we we don't know any of this stuff. We don't know that, how he's gonna. Fact. There's a lot that's of factors fact. that play into this, and so like for you to say that you know a, a great spot for him would be Houston, I I think it'd be Houston. I think I definitely be disagree with that because I think he would need leadership in the way of the NBA. You know what I mean? Like, this is how we play over here. Why? I think a bunch of young guys, like, just to give him the rock and a bunch of playing time because he can, you know, with that squad or whatever, that's not going to be enough for him to elevate his game. He has to have some, you know, somebody to show him how to win, too. And so when we're talking about all-time, yeah, you can be the all-time talent for sure. You can be the greatest fucking guy, whatever. But here's the thing. We don't just consider all-time talents to be the greatest. We consider all-time talents plus the consistency, plus the longevity, plus the success that they are able to to, you know, produce. We consider all of that in the in the all-time conversation. And so I don't think Houston is the greatest starting block for him to be coming out of when we talk I don't about understand why, I don't I don't understand why people so anti-Houston though. I really I don't you. get it. That's I, what I'm I, saying. I, mean, I really I don't, love Houston, what they got going on. And they got a pretty good coach, too. Dude that they got over there, he's... Yeah, he's good coach, a good assistant yeah. coach. John Lucas out there, too. If you know about the AU scene, give basketball, you already know about John Lucas. Yeah, so that's course. why I feel like it'd be, it'd be the perfect situation, mostly because John is there. If John Lucas wasn't there, then I, I probably would agree with you. But I think... John Lucas is there. They got really good guards there. And Jalen Green, KPJ. I, I like Knicks, although, you know, we got to see what Knicks is going to do. But Knicks is cool. They got Josh Christopher. They got a bunch for, of them. They got the, yeah. The Smith, Jabari Goon, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So I think there's a lot of talent in Houston. I think he'll definitely fit into, like, that talent. And he'll be able to get the playing time as well and develop, you know. Uh, he already looks physically – he looked, like, physically bigger than what he looked like last year when there was oh was it last year or the year before when when they played when France played the USA uh I think it was like the year before I don't remember but he looks a lot bigger than when he was playing in Europe so I mean he's physically getting bigger the skill looks a lot more refined 
you know, for him to have the post, I mean, I haven't seen nothing like that. Because usually a guy who's like a big dude, perimeter oriented, they won't have like a post game. They won't be able to guard bigs or they won't be able to switch as effectively as he does. But for him to be able to have that post game, be able to face up, post up, um, be able to, you know, get a rebound, dribble the ball up the court, and then dribble past a defender, you know. Crazy. It's, it's like, are you a guard? Are you a big man? Like, he's an alien. That's what, I mean, that's why I'm kind of, you know, again, it might sound like a boost, but that's kind of why I'm, <clears throat> you know, that's why I'm kind of going in that direction. Like, he does have the potential to be the GOAT. I ain't seen no one like that since LeBron. Potential to be the GOAT is crazy. Uh, yo, I know. Hot take. I ain't never, I, I I never seen no shit like I that. I have never. My man came up here and, and said Jeez. everything that I said and more with steroids. Yeah. That's, yo. <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, got, we got to get some more people up here. It's all I'm good, looking man. For the spicy good. Take. I'm looking for the people that are coming up here to challenge us, man. Hey. Just think came up here to agree with us. But we appreciate <laughs> you coming up, bro. All right, man. Peace coming up. Thank you for supporting players. Thank you for tapping in, bro. Yeah. Yo, Euro, I, I want to know, where do you think is the best place for Victor to go? Like, right now, if, if if you could choose any team to get the number one overall pick, where would you put him on? And, but it, it got to it gotta obviously be a, a lower lower tier team, like a, a, a team that's not in the lottery or a team that would be in the lottery. Well, I think – I didn't think about this before. And so, like, I would have to do more thinking. But when you mentioned Spurs or whoever said Spurs, I think that's a great fucking fit because obviously there's a direct pipeline between the Spurs and Europe, particularly France, especially because of Tony Parker. You know, Tony Parker is, you know, he's been knowing about Vic and obviously, you know, he, he played for his club. You know, Tony Parker's brother, you know, he coached him and Pop and like, you know what I mean? It just makes sense. We know who Pop is. It's just, it just seems like this is a great starting place for somebody like him to learn basketball the way that the NBA is playing basketball. And he, and it's going to be a seamless transition because the way that he learned to play basketball in Europe is yeah, through yeah. the Tony Parker school. And the Parker school is coming from pop. You know what I mean? So like, I just yeah, yeah. think it's going to be the easiest for him. I think, uh, you know, he's going to be able to make, use and take advantage of Tony Parker's network out there. You know, I'm sure there's some French connections and shit like that in, in San Antonio that he can like tap into. Um, and the support system that's there for a young guy coming from a different country, you know what I mean? A different culture to be, you know, dropped in the United States. That's not always the easiest. Um, I just, you know, the more I think about it, the more I like Spurs, to be honest, for everything that he needs as, you know, a support system in order to do well in basketball. And then you have good coaching on top of that so i i really like that all right that one essential barber do we put a lot of stock into talented lanky bigs and ignore the red flags when it comes to health for their longevity in the nba maybe i, mean, I like maybe he could get maybe no throughout not his career that many of them bigger. Yeah. But hold on, no, because we can't do that. Guys, guys like Steph Curry when he came in the league, he had red flags health wise. Chris right. Paul, um, even Trey Young as a dude being just that small and frail. John Morant is a health risk every time he steps on the floor, just because he's so athletic and plays in the air that any time he can get undercut or big can hit him or he could just land wrong. So, bro, that's that you have to factor in injuries with just about anybody. Yeah, bro, it, it doesn't matter. Um. 
Oh, one more. My bad. I was about to bring somebody in. Got to hit this one more super chat. Scoot is a more athletic Darius Garland. Jamal Williams sent a super chat to say that. Interesting take. I didn't watch enough. I only watched the highlights, so I actually don't have an opinion on that. Um. All right. UVO the menace just because he's sitting like that. We got to bring him up. He just looks like he's ready to eat. Yes, I love this energy. Let's go. (laughs) We can hear you loud and clear. Let's go, bro. Please do something. Cook somebody. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, hold on, hold on. Y'all can hear me, right? Yes. Do y'all, I don't know if y'all remember me last time I tried to get on. I was talking through like a shitty mic with my, with my iPhone and, uh, uh, we had a lot of those guys. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you said you said you exactly you said I was underwater or something because oh, okay, I didn't even know. Okay, I, yeah, like I remember. Okay. I remember. You remember? Yeah, you good? Yeah, yeah, I remember. You good? You good? Our pants. All right. I just got my camera. And uh, Mars, 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 we just had uh, uh, a skerfuffle like last week. You probably doesn't even remember. <laughs> skerfuffle's crazy. That sounds like a yeah. Because because I was talking about Zion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I was talking oh, about Zion. Oh yeah, you were the guy who said Zion. I was underrating him or something. Yeah, and then you 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 went off. I never see Mars like that. Mars was really heated with me because I was talking crazy about Zion. You know, I'm like a Zion truther around here, a Zion enthusiast. A so Zion truther is fire. I'm, a I'm right there with he's you. A Zion, he's a Zion stan. Zion stan. So you could say that. And I respect you. Know, you, you said you said. I'm oh, sorry. I'm blanking on you. I'm blanking on everybody's name for some reason immediately except Mars. I can't remember everyone's name. That's cool. For some reason. Now that all. It's not though. It's not. It's not cool. Oh my god. <laughs> yo. Dub Euro JD Mars. And I know your name. I know your name. It's just El Host is his name. El Host is his version. No, I know your name. I watch the football show all the time. It's just Damn, you know it's it. one of those brain things that's happened. Anyways, I just want to say this. I just want to say this. Because the last person was talking about Webben Yama. Yeah, let me tell y'all something, right? I'm not here to say, you know, I'm qualifying myself. Yo, I know every, I'm an expert on draft stuff and everything, but I've been covering, like, watching the drafts since 2015, like going into like draft circles and blogs and all that nerd shit, right? So I've been hearing about Webin Yama since 2017. Some of the shit that he do said kind of kind of crazy to me because if you look at Webin Yama stats in the Euro League, they're pretty awful. I know, I know, wait, it's big. Wait, it's your league, it's your league. No, we're talking about league. when Luka Doncic with his age. Was Luka Doncic with his age? Look at the minutes too. So here's the thing: like, there's a difference, right? He had a smaller role. Yeah. So like in your league, they don't get to play a lot. You know what I mean? Because here's the thing: this is the only player that actually went to the league that played Euroleague is is uh, is Luka for real, for real. Because all of these other prospects, even the younger guys that are in the NBA right now, they came from Euroleague teams, but they never played really Euroleague like that. They make it like four minutes five minutes, 10 minutes max or whatever, very, very sparingly because the EuroLeague as a league, you know, of its own is obviously the best league. There's a lot of Americans that come straight from the NBA or whatever. And so the teams, they don't play those young prospects on purpose because they want to protect their stock, uh, their their, their draft stock. You know what I mean? They don't want to tarnish their reputation if they do have a bad game and whatnot. And so what you really have to to look at is look at their domestic league uh, performances or whatever, and this is where they shine. Euroleague, right. unfortunately, you know, it's its own brand and its own league. And so when right. people talk about European basketball and like the top leagues, they just say Euroleague, but it's not necessarily Euroleague. You know what I mean? The Euroleague. Gotcha. So, so here's here's my counter to that. Uh, his per 36, uh, 36 numbers are also kind of pedestrian, in my opinion, outside of like block, block rates. 
But I know you said that when they're younger, especially even for bigs, you know, because the development curve is kind of steep with bigs, you know, they, they kind of grow into that. Unlike guards, guards, it's more seamless transition. But Luka Doncic at 17, if you look at his statistics in, in the EuroLeague, and I'm just looking at like the raw stats, even if you go to the advanced metric just a year later, it's just insane. I mean, Luka Doncic. And, by the way, I don't know if you guys mentioned, I know Zion, but if you, I know the, the EuroLeague does not compare, I mean, you, I mean, sorry, NCAAB does not compare to the EuroLeague, but Zion's one season in college was the best one and done season in the history of college basketball. It clears, like if you put Anthony Davis's numbers in that one season with Kentucky, where he was prior to Zion coming into to Duke, was considered by far and away the best season in the history of college basketball, right? One and done season. We, we're calling this guy the guy we're going to pass the mantle to from LeBron. Everyone was saying that. We're correct, right? I'm not, there's no revisions history. No, that's a fact. Thank you. So if you put his numbers right next to Zion, it's like they're not even close. So Ooh, Zion's no, no no Zion and AD their one season in college the statistically Zion clears him really bad like really really bad Zion led college basketball like half the advanced metrics in that one season and then he came to the NBA and of course he tore his meniscus and now we're one Benyama is the new uh, talk of the town I still think one Benyama could potentially be one of the best players in the league just just off of, because movement skills you know because for someone that big at his size to move like that that's pretty special. But right now, we don't have any tangible evidence to say that he can be a LeBron-like player, in my opinion. I mean, we don't have that for Zion either. Uh, you know, you said, you know, stats and, you know, advanced statistics, whatever, for the NCAA, bro. There have been incredible fucking NCAA players like Adam Morrison, for example. Everybody thought he was the fucking greatest thing since sliced bread. And then he came into the league and it was like, you said Michael maybe Beasley, not. maybe. If you said Michael Beasley, I would understand you. Oh, bro, fucking Adam Morrison was wilding in college. Yeah, what are you was, talking about, was. man? No doubt about it. No he doubt was wilding. And so, you thought he was going to do that in NBA? No, what I'm saying is like nobody knows these things. You can be the greatest fucking you know, college That's player true. ever and then go to the league and not, you know, pan out. And then look I mean, at bro, all look. these players that are quote-unquote steals in the draft, right? Look at, uh, you know, like guys that are second round. Look at Fred Van Vliet, for example, right? It's a crapshoot. You can say that. Right? Didn't even get drafted. And this guy has the biggest contract in the NBA in NBA history for somebody that not get drafted. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So it's like it, you never know what's, what's happening, like, you know, what's what. And to speak about Luka, Luka is a different type of animal. Number one, right. you compare now, I guess, you know, if we're comparing unicorns, we can compare unicorns. But the thing about unicorns is even when you say unicorns and comparing it to another unicorn, a unicorn is unicorn. It's unique. You can't say Vic is the same as Luca. So Luca, right. you know what I mean? He didn't need the protecting um, the same way that, that Vic does for the simple fact that he wasn't as skinny as him. He wasn't as tall as him. And so he's, you know, him running up against or running into grown ass men. At that age, you know, 15, 16, 17 or right. whatever, is not going to be as detrimental to his body and his development as it would have been to a Victor Wembanyama. And so I think the trajectory, the decisions that have been made in order for him to develop into the player that he is now, the prospect that he is now, were the right decisions to, to you know, that were made. And I'd... I'm not holding that against him just because he doesn't have a quote-unquote track record with statistics and shit like that and we don't have any proof or whatever. This is why he's on the tour right now. Everybody's paying attention. Now he's showing what he's got or whatever. So I, I don't I don't like comparing 
Yeah, I, I don't want to sound like I'm disparaging Wembenyama or anything. I just came in and I was just thought said the first thing in my head. I still it's think a, it's a it's a valid it's a concern for sure. But like I'm just disagreeing that it's a valid concern. You know what I'm saying? I I just don't think it it goes that way. There's a lot of decisions that are being made behind the scenes for you know these players to be on the court and not on the court. In my in my opinion, as somebody who grew up in Europe, seeing top prospects and how they're being handled. You know what I mean? By clubs, by agents, and all that. Yeah, even if you, you watch the, your soccer in Europe is also like that. They integrate yeah. the, the youth players in the same fashion. They don't just kick them in just because they're, you know. The NBA rookies. used to be like that too, though. It used to it used to be yeah. very certain people that can just get the reins and just basically the keys to the franchise. They used to bring players along slowly too and develop players and, and things of that nature. But things have changed now with teams tanking. They're like, yo, we just going to play our young players and they're just going to learn by experience. Crazy. Yo, Yuvio, appreciate you tapping in, bro. We're going to get the next guest. Right, uh, any last words that you want to say? Bro. Uh, no, that's to be it. All right. I yes. thought you were going to give us a crazy take or something. All right. Let's get Roan. Yeah, done. Yeah, what's cracking, yo? Uh, what's good, bro? Yeah, you know I'm, you know I'm here for you, Dub. You wildin'. Uh, <laughs> Kawhi Leonard? Yeah, you wildin'. Uh, uh-huh. and, 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 and Mars, you wildin' too. But we'll get to you later. Uh, but oh, first and foremost, dude that was saying uh, dude could be the goat is wild. He he need to go some. He he's wild. <laughs> Talking about Victor Wamayama, he yeah, he's wild for saying that. But mm-hmm. he got big. He got big potential. I don't think he. I don't. But saying he could, he got the potential to be the greatest of all time. Just seeing from what I see, no, I, I'm not gonna say all of that. I gotta see him play some NBA players first. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I just need to see. I just need. What's up with you in this CP3? Stuff you pushing, man. What's going on with that? Uh, Put the camera just, up to one eye. He said, "I need to see it." No, nah, it's cool. I I just think it's just kind of unfair. Uh, the stigmas of the NBA community, the narratives that 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 be that set forth for people. Um, I feel as if winning is a drug, and that fact that if somebody wins a title, everybody's willing to offlook everything else that they did in their whole entire career. And I think Kawhi Leonard is a perfect example of that. Kawhi Leonard is a guy where he had a tremendous uh, Toronto Raptors run. Phenomenal, all-time, give it. I remember being glued to the screen and watching that. But when we look at the whole totality of his career, he has a similar career to a CP3 as a guy who's always hurt in the postseason, who blew a 3-1 lead at that. Everyone gives Kobe Bryant, Tracy McGrady uh, heat for blowing the 3-1 lead. But nobody talks about Kawhi Leonard in the same sense. Kawhi Leonard doesn't show up because he's hurt or he's blowing 3-1 leads, and that's really the whole totality of his career. He had a great finals performance against LeBron James but he's a role player like I said before and I'm pretty sure you do as well like when we talk about a Jason Kidd and Andre Iguodala we really talk about those guys and what they did at their best right so when we're talking about Kawhi Leonard I don't really look at that finals MVP I think it was great he deserved it cool but I'm not using that as my judgment of him for his whole entire career because that wasn't the best version of himself or nowhere near that Okay, so why do you negate why do you negate the nineteen so much then? I don't negate it. It's just he won. That's great. Everything worked out for him. It's not I understand what he did. I thought it was phenomenal. But I'm not gonna my whole point is I don't negate it, but for other people who's gonna crucify Chris Paul for who he is because he's hurt, I expect you to do the same thing with Kawhi Leonard because apart from that twenty nineteen ring, that's been his whole entire career. That's true, but Chris Paul just never had it. And then Chris Paul was healthy, and then he sold. 
Yeah, at an older age, outside of his prime, in my opinion, Man. I don't think that the CP3 for the last two years is the best CP3. Was he, was he screaming? But was you screaming he was outside his prime when he was having that great season that whole year? Yes. I was. I don't think he was keeping that same energy, Doug. You can ask everybody on this panel. I've said the whole season. Why you know I you know I watch all your shows, bro, but you wasn't keeping that same energy, bro. Jay. Jay, <laughs> Jay. I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I guess you know like, more than what me. I said. I mean, hey, these are the witnesses that seen it. I, I'm like, what, what are you talking I'm, about? I'm distracted. Same energy with what? <laughs> Haven't I been saying that CP3 looks like a lesser version of himself? I don't understand why everyone thinks that he's on this level. During the finals run, during the finals run, season. since last season, yeah, like the middle of the season. During the finals run, that's the, was that the finals run last year? He was saying it at the middle of last season. That that the last finals season. run was two years ago, though. Finals run was two yeah, years. I'm I talking was, about the, the finals, finals run. run was, the finals run I wasn't was here two years ago. Yeah, I wasn't here during that finals run. Well, I wasn't. I wasn't. Uh, oh, yeah, you were Yeah, you wasn't here. Yeah, yeah you wasn't here. So, yeah, I mean, I thought CP3, don't get me wrong. I think CP3 is still a capable player. But this right now isn't the best CP3 that I've seen for his whole entire career. This isn't CP3 in his prime. This isn't. It's just not. If CP3 won the ring last year, my ranking wouldn't have changed at all. It would have been the same exact way. I have him top three to top five. Okay. And I feel as if, and I feel as if a lot of people who's watching this fucking video right now, if CP3 won that ring against a Giannis, that they would have pushed him to a top five or top three level. They would have been able to, they would have been, they would have been like Kawhi Leonard. They would have been, oh, you know what? He got the job done when it mattered most. So we'll forget that he was hurt for almost his whole entire career in the postseason. No, nah, but the difference is Kawhi had one of the best. The difference is Kawhi had one of the best individual playoff runs you ever seen. And I agree. I top, agree 100%. Like top, like, top, like top three. For sure. I agree 100% with that. I'm not going to be ignorant of that fact. But it's also one point in time where you can't just because he had that in his one season for his whole entire career, we can't just ignore everything else that he's done. And he hasn't really done anything else outside of that in his prime. Why's done a lot? He hasn't done a lot. He has done a lot, bro. He's, he's talking about, he blew a three one lead. He's been getting hurt. Yo, how many three one How many three one leads have, have Chris Paul blown, bro? One and he was hurt. He had an excuse. Man, yeah, he, his his hamstring is always falling off the bone, bro. That's <laughs> exactly my point. And Kawhi Leonard is never in the postseason. He he's always in the postseason. What, what are you talking right. about? Three out of the six years he's every been in his time he's in there. Every time he plays, he's in the postseason. Wait, don't don't count that his year where, where where he where his foot landed on Petulia. Because they was about to go up one zero. I'm not gonna say he was. Gonna he was hurt. He was, he was hurt. No, he got no. It was a dirty play. That's what happened. It was a dirty Wait, play. Put some yes. Context. Put some context into it. Just so like you like really, to say context. Perfect. Just like you like to say context. Perfect. Put some context into it. It was that's a dirty perfect. play. No, no, that's perfect. Tom. That's perfect what you're doing for Kawhi Leonard. You're putting context into him, but you're not putting context into CP3 and the things that he could accomplish if everything was hurt. You see how everyone is flip-flopping? You're proving my point. You're putting um, context nobody's flip-flopping. You're, you're putting context for one guy, but you're not putting context in no, the other not. guy. I said, no, I said he's hurt, but you're negating the fact that he was hurt by a dirty play. 
One was hurt by a dirty play. The other one, his hamstring just always falls. Why does it matter? Somebody, somebody's hurt. Somebody's hurt. Why does like it matter? Like, you got a well-cooked It's like a well-cooked rib. Like, it's why always does something, falling off the bone. Why, why does something like that even matter? He was hurt in 2017. <laughs> he got hurt in 2018. He got hurt. He got hurt in the playoffs. In the, he got hurt in the playoffs in the Clippers in 2021. And he didn't play last year in the postseason. That's a, that, what yeah, does it, yeah, he done the, the, the one I'll give you, the one I'll really give you credit for is the Clippers one, because that torn ACL just happened out of nowhere. I don't, I, I don't understand. And he, and he, he was, and he was having a, he was having a historic run in. He was having, he was going crazy in too. Yeah, he was. I don't understand. I don't understand why in the way in which you get hurt, it matters. You got hurt. Do I agree with you? It was a dirty play? Yes. Yes, it was. But he, he got hurt. Like Chris yeah, Paul gets he got, hurt. He got hurt. after He was playing well, got hurt. And then Chris, Chris Paul, Paul when, then Chris Paul, the difference between the two though is when they're on the floor, Chris Paul tends to choke. How? Nothing. He look at his playoff numbers. There's only probably two or three series in, in this the man's finals, all-time in the career. Final, in the finals, what did he do? There we go. Proving my he, point he again, for sure bro. Played bad in the finals. No, no doubt about it. <laughs> no doubt about it. You guys are proving my point. But you guys at, are but proving my point again. So it doesn't matter. You guys are proving my point Man, again. I'm so tired of this Chris Paul agenda. This agenda because issue. because what about I, what about Kawhi Leonard? What about Kawhi Leonard? Funny that I agree with you. I agree with you that Chris Paul is a top five. A top five point guard ever. I'll give him top five because he is mm-hmm. top five point guard that I've ever seen. But I'm also gonna get. But I, I'm probably y'all probably won't agree. But Kawhi Leonard's probably gonna be a top five small forward ever. It's not. I mean, he's already top twenty. It's debatable because what like if, if he's, he's, if he's it's debatable? It's debatable. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why it's debatable. Let me tell you why it's debatable. Let me tell you why it's debatable. Number one, you talk about Chris Paul losing the finals. Like I said, Chris Paul was outside of his prime. I think people need to look more to a Devin Booker for stepping up in the playoffs and stepping up in the postseason than a Chris Paul because, in my opinion, Devin Booker is the best player of my team. Chris Paul is more of the second option instead of the first option, number one. Number two, Kawhi Leonard is a guy, when we look at his postseason, he has a time where he folded as well. Let's not forget he threw a 3-1 lead with a healthy team. Let's just not let's just not forget that. Has he had one tremendous, amazing 2019 run? 100%, and I agree. But let's not sit here and ignore everything else he's shown us in his career. Because I can I handpick times where Chris, lead, Paul, where Chris 30, Paul plays at a great 8-5. level. There's times where I can sit yeah. here and say that Chris Paul has played at a great level, but his team is the reason why he's not winning. His team is now, the during, reason, or him and his now, health. Dur- now, now, during that choke, now during that choke that you're talking about, and and I'll give you, I'll give you that. Let's just say he choked. What was what was his what was his numbers? Because he just said it. What was it? Uh, I don't remember his numbers, but Drew Holiday was locking him up. Eight and five. That was a choke. That was a choke. What was what was Chris Paul's numbers during that choke in the finals? I mean, in the Denver series, he actually averaged twenty four a game, but he averaged thirty, I guess, for the playoffs in total. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Twenty four eight. Twenty four eight. Twenty four eight. Yeah, yeah. That's. Okay, he shot like six for twenty-two in game seven. Okay, and in, la- in the last game, he choked. The- numbers, so he choked in the last. He choked really in the I mean, last. You 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 go through. Uh, you get to up. a game seven, and then you shoot six for twenty-two. Yeah, he choked in the last game. I, I, I would watch it. Yeah, he choked in the last game. I, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you actually. So then, what's the plan? What, what are we talking about? Like, they both choked. No, no, Kawhi did it one time. Chris Kawhi's had a five-year. Kawhi has. Kawhi, Kawhi has, has, Kawhi has had three playoff runs in his prime. Chris Paul's had like twelve. So you saying one time, 
Yes, he's only been but in that, the playoffs but, three times. But that that's the point I'm trying to make, though. If you give Kawhi 12 playoff runs, I'm assuming he gets – he already got two rings. So I'm now assuming we're assuming they're not going off of what they're doing. Yeah, no, we have to I'm, what are we doing? I'm going off Chris Paul's resume. I'm going off Chris Paul's resume. Yeah, Chris Paul's has resume, Chris Paul's resume is longer because he's been there longer. In his Kawhi, he's been in the league longer. Yeah, so why is it crazy to say that Chris Paul is over Kawhi when he's been in the league longer? He, because and Kawhi he in his prime has had – Because y'all don't keep that same energy for everybody. I'm speaking for myself. I'm well, we do. Like, bro, bro, you bro. No, That's no, not you, bro. Don't. What are you talking about? I'm battling <laughs> against don't. the logic. I'm battling against the logic that the NBA community, one like thing yourself. I'll say about Mars is he does keep that same energy for everybody. But you, you don't. Who? Who? <laughs> give me an example. Give me an example. You don't. You give me don't. an you example. You, give me an example. Give me an example. You'll, you'll switch up. Give me, you'll give switch me an example. Give me an example, please. Oh, he's I'm running away. He's running away. I'm dying to hear it. I'm dying to hear it. I had to move from my homie. I'm dying to hear it. I'm dying to hear it, honestly. When have I switched up on somebody? When have I not kept the same energy and provided context for things? Has there been things that where maybe I wasn't flowing about? You know, and that's what, and you always, you, you'll provide context when it suits you. When? That's one thing you do, do. When? But I guess that's, I guess that's something that everybody does. But when it suits you, you can, you'll provide when? context. When? You cannot sit here and make a statement and not even provide an example. That shows me that you said you've been watching the show for how long now? A year? And you still haven't given me one? There should be a lot of ammo for me doing this. And if you're not providing it, bro, then you just cap it. <laughs> yo we're about right, to go back. to the next next guest but big roan as always bro i bro big roan's been here in the clubhouse days he's been here forever man so shout out big, big roan's an og bro appreciate hey, hey, you roan, tapping in we, we gotta get you on here a, l- a little more often let us know what you you know when you, when, when you got a, a a better time schedule a better setup bro and come come get with us oh yeah yeah this was just random i just seen it the thing and popped out here so i'm ready when after though yeah, go ahead, get your get your full dub and Mars agenda together. Hit me on the side. <laughs> uh, we we gonna tag. I, just, we, we I really just be getting up. I really just got over here to mess with Dub. Dub's my guy, but I'm best with him. I, I love, bro. <laughs> All right, Ron, we appreciate easy, you, bro. brother. Y'all be easy. Take it easy. Sure. Let's get Giovanni in here. He's talking spicy a little bit in the private chat. Um, yo, two things before Giovanni starts. Um. One, I'm seeing a lot of people aren't paying the two click entry fee. So if you're just coming in. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Also, man, there were a lot of people talking spicy in the chat. None of them so far have either joined or sitting in the waiting room. Where are you guys? You guys have so much to say with this thing. I challenge the chat. I challenge the chat. I challenge the chat. Please provide me an example when I was flip-flopping. Because I really don't be flip-flopping, bro. Y'all just talking out y'all ass. I'm going to just be real. (laughs) <laughs> like i'm gonna just be real like y'all just talking out your ass bro I, I try my best to keep the same energy towards everybody but hey uh, Giov- i guess i i guess <laughs> i guess i'm the only one paying attention giovanni are you here oh marcus crossing let's go marcus crossing just became a casual welcome marcus crossing thank you so much um if giovanni's not here aaron bridges just said in the private chat that he is here oh here we go he used to say flip flop dog I, I, when Mars, you been, you been, you been, you been, oh, who said this? When Mars, hey yo! All right, really quick, Aaron, mute that audio. We'll bring you back up because you said that you're talking spicy. We want to get you up here, but we cannot be listening to that crazy echo. So we're gonna try this one more time. I'm bringing you up. Do whatever you need to do over there. 
Let's get it. Yo, motherfucker. No, what you're good. Up, bro? You're good. You're good. What's good, bro? What up, gang? What up, hey. So what's hey, up what's the word? What's the word? Yo, what's up? What's up with Will Chamberlain though? <laughs> oh, this is the guy he he's talking about, about, yo. What are we talking about? Where did this come from? Okay, let's hear it. Here's an example of how this man over here flip flops. You know what I'm saying? This is one of my first times on this channel. You know what I'm saying? But like, he was talking about how Chris Paul shouldn't get all that flack for being a choker, right? In the playoffs, right? But when we talk about Will, that's the one of the main things we used to discredit him. You know what I'm saying? That he never won when he was going oh up against the number God. one defense of all time. What are we talking about? I mean, we'll actually choke. Yo, That's Mars, Mars, well. whenever you went on this book. Hold on, wait, wait, my bad, brother. Okay. Mars, whenever we have this Wilt Chamberlain Russell debate, whose side am I on? The Wilt Chamberlain side. Okay. When have I ever said that Wilt falls off a cliff and that's why he's not that good? I th- hey, my thing is, my thing, my fault, maybe, maybe I'm picking on that, but my thing is, I think what was the GOAT. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not even an <laughs> O-head. Can I'm we not even an can, can you Contact. let us know why do you think Wilt is the GOAT and for what reasons? It's going to be bad reasons. First of all, right? Wilt Chamberlain played against the, the densest um, the densest population of center, Hall of Fame center talent. You know what I'm saying? There's 8 to 12 teams in the league, and about like 9 of the teams had Hall of Fame centers. I mean, and no one talks about that. I, 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 I no one talks about that. Nate Thurman, you know what I'm saying? He held, he held Kareem Abdul-Jabbar under 40% for a playoff series. Wait. Um, Bill Russell, uh, Walt Bellamy, uh, Willis Reed, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no one talks about how he had to play up against Bill Russell 14 times a season. Like, we say, oh, the talent the talent here is a lot better. You know what I'm saying? But when LeBron only sees KD two times a year, you know what I'm saying? It's a completely different ballgame. You feel me? But, but, like, Will Chamberlain was playing the Hall of Fame center night in and night out. And when he wasn't, he was going up against three All-Stars in the Lakers. And seven foot one, Daryl Limhoff, all, like, all these people. And on top of that, you know what I'm saying? To top it off. Can I, can I curse? Say what you want. Fuck it, dude. Go ahead. <laughs> on, top of that, on top of that, these niggas were measured barefoot. You know what I'm saying? So people was like, oh, there was nobody seven foot plus in the league. Bro, they were measured without shoes. You know what I'm saying? Like, Sakil O'Neal even said himself that barefoot, he's 6'11". You know what I'm saying? Well, Chamberlain bare feet is seven foot one. And some change. You put him in shoes, he'd be listed at seven foot three today. You know what I'm saying? Like, and no one talks about that. Another thing, another thing, he invented most of the most like most of the big man moves that we see today. Like what? Like that, what? That, that, that dumb fadeaway he used to do. That fadeaway, the upper under the, the baseline drive. I'm telling you, like, look, I'm a I'm 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 a young I'm I'm 19 years old, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not this is not biased, you know what I'm saying? I, I thought they was plumbers too. I look back, I look back in time on some YouTube shit. Cause I actually do research instead of like regurgitate what I hear on the news type of shit. He made he made the up and under. He had the baseline spin. He made the he well he popularized all these moves the the fadeaway, the post hop shot. You know what I'm saying? The finger roll, all that. Like so, like niggas talk about how and, and he let the nigga get assist as a center. The players that's, back that's then wild. have a left. That's wild for sure. No the one players, talks about that. That's the bad. players back the players back then have a left. Let me see if you really. The players back. All right, listen. Let me let me let me explain something to you. Right, back then, players offensively, players were limited offensively. You know why? Because you couldn't put your hand on the side of the ball. So why would you? Why would you cross over to your left hand? Even though some players could, even though a lot of players could do it, they would get called for carrying violations. 
the thing crossing look, over exactly exactly yeah, was like it sounds like Baylor would do crossovers it was, it was iffy because you know what I'm saying like he still didn't have much of that. Kyrie Irving would average 30 turnovers in the 60s he'd still be a great player you know what I'm saying every all-time every all-time player every high caliber player would be a high caliber player no matter what area you put him in you know what I'm saying and if you're head and shoulders above your competition at that time then you're gonna be head and shoulders above the competition of the next era the era after that and era after that Wilt Shaman was seven foot three, three hundred freaking pounds in his prime, with with a forty plus inch vertical. Let's not let's not act like maybe fifty inches is a stretch. You know what I'm saying? But he was touching. He would he was reported at touching thirteen foot three inches, which is fucking ridiculous. It was crazy fast too. Like when they put up that old grainy ass film, I don't, I don't know what I'm watching. I just see a figure moving fast. What was fast as shit? What was getting loose? But the thing is, he he wasn't even the fastest center in the league. Bill Russell was faster than him, but no one talks about that. Oh, he was like, oh. He was, he was way ahead of his time athletically. He will be way ahead of his time athletically. And if you put him in today, if you drop 1960s Will Chamberlain, bro, like, it's fucking ridiculous what he would do. If you drop him straight from the 1960s, he's still going to be as athletic. He's going to be more. Bro, hold on, hold on. You you think he's more athletic than Dwight? Yeah, what the Orlando. What in Orlando, what Dwight Howard is six foot nine. Barefoot. All right, bro, my bad, my bad. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me answer the question. Dwight Howard had a max reach of what? What was his max reach? Like 12, 7, 12, 8? Wilt Chamberlain, Wilt Chamberlain was getting the 13 foot three. He was snatching quarters off of the backboard. And Bill Russell could do the same. And Bill Russell was only 6'10", 6'11". But look. But Russell and Dwight Howard were the same height barefoot. But no one talks about that. No one mentions that. Oh, he was 6'9". Oh, oh so he was one of the greatest athletes of all time. He was faster than Will Chamberlain. He had a higher vertical. You know what I'm saying? He played harder, in my opinion, because I, I watched them both. I'm not old enough to watch them in real time, but I, you know what I'm saying? In my research, he played harder on both on defensive end of the ball. Like, But we don't talk about it. I feel you, bro. I feel you. I love the nice uh, monologue you gave us. Even I when I. Uh, yeah, even no, when I even, when I go back and watch, when I go back and watch, well, bro, you have to watch, yo, here, do me a favor, I, right? When you get he's running. Time, when you get some I, free time, I got you, I got you. When you do some free time, right? Look up Wilt Shaman Archive or Seventies Fan on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Look up. Matter of fact, matter of fact, there's a three minute video while while they're arguing about Chris Paul, or whatever some shit. You know what I'm saying? Look up Elgin Baylor passing Wilt Shaman Archive. Somebody. And I want and I want and I want you to say, oh, I'm not impressed. Oh shit, I could be El- Elgin Baylor passing Wilt Chamberlain. No, archive? El- yeah, it's the, the channel is called Wilt Chamberlain Archive. The compilation is the video is called Elgin Baylor Passing. Look up Man, Elgin Baylor. Sounds like some. Listen, shit I mean, uh, it's the highlights or is it like the full game? It's highlights. Because yeah, I, I, I know I know I know you're not going to do enough research to watch the full game type shit. I've watched I've watched I can't watch a full game, but I've watched. I've watched some quarters on that shit. I can't watch a full game of sixty basketball. I feel like I'm watching kids watch play play basketball. So, so what did you uh, what what? I bet back when I was in high back when I was in high school, and then a little time after that, I was looking up Will Chamberlain and Bill Russell, and you know some of the games. I mean, it's really they're just running, bro. Also, when you say you watching (laughs) the games, realistically, how many full games of Will Chamberlain have you watched? No, I just said I can't watch the whole fucking game. Not you, uh, not you. Probably like 10, 10, 15. Then you can watch a full game of that. Bro, 10 or 15 games. 
I mean, look, that, only that's two, what I'll be talking about, though, when it comes to basketball. Y'all want to see a bunch of dudes his... dribbling, going through the legs, spinning and dunking. Ron, like, who wants to watch these guys just run back and forth? Only, so. I, I enjoyed what you, I, I enjoyed when I watched the 60s. Only Wilton Chamberlain played 1,000. Wilton Chamberlain played 1,045 games. Exactly. And only 2% of his games exist on film. Exactly. Yeah, there's no point. You could probably He's only find point. About like 60 games of Wilt I probably watched 20, like 10, 15, 20 games. That's it. Yeah, yo, yo, Aaron, you. can we hear your top 10? My top 10? I want to yes. know the criteria for the top 10 first. No, 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 no. Let's hear it first. Let's just hear it. He I has, he has Wilt at one. I just want to hear it. I don't know if I have a top 10, but I do know that. Well, just get, give, give it to me right now. Top five real quick. I'm going to think. I'm going to think. I got you like. I value, you know, I value two or top impact. five or top five. I two value two impact. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially relative to position. That's why, like, MJ to me, you know what I'm saying? He's a great player. I think I think MJ is the greatest shooting guard of all time. You know what I'm saying? But to say he's better than Wilt Chamberlain, what the fuck? That makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, wait, I'm, 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 I'm give think you... about it, it's retarded. I mean, oh, I can't say that. Wait. Sorry, 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 sorry. It's, it's stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. If you think about it, it's, it's dumb. Can, like, you... you you name a reason why MJ is better than Will Chamberlain. Mm. Name, name I, I no think, I think, I think shooting and dribbling. How is he I think, I think, I think MJ was a better. I think MJ was a better scorer than Will Chamberlain as well. And I think, I think you're winning the show, bro. And a playmaker. You're winning the show, bro. That's arguable. That's arguable. You know what I'm saying? Arguable. Will Chamberlain and Michael Jordan. I don't think is. I think. I think MJ clears Will Chamberlain offensively, but I think Chamberlain clears him defensively. So. Do you think he clears Will Chamberlain offensively? The center who lead the league in yes. assists. You think the the center- hey, based on leading the league in assists, they didn't track turnovers, but I can guarantee you he's averaging like seven turnovers a game leading the league in assists. I, but first of all, I can guarantee you that from a person that has watched the game, he was averaging like two or three. I, I can guarantee you from someone else who watches the game that he was averaging like seven turnovers. <laughs> he was not averaging I, what, and what that guy was do you know how many times he was in the post trying to throw those those passes over the top like it was Bill Walton and just getting intercepted or he was throwing By over who? the top because he- By who Bill Russell? Obviously, he didn't play the Celtics every game. He didn't play the Celtics every game. What game? Okay, what? Okay, what game? Okay, first of all, what team? What games have you watched? If you like, off of I don't head. know what game I watched. Like nineteen sixty two against fuck, fucking um the Boston. Whoa! Hey, the first f bomb from Mars. Hey, Holy hey, shit! Hey, the Dubbinaires are taking over. Hey, you, you, you brought this out of the depths from Mars. I never thought. I'd see <laughs> you know what it is? You know what it is? Because I mentioned Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying? His dad. I mentioned Michael Jordan. God, <laughs> I'm not that attached to Michael Jordan. I'm just saying I don't remember when I if I watched 1962 against the Cincinnati Rose or whether I watched him when he was on Philly playing against the Golden look, State Warriors. I say, look, look, if, if only two percent of Michael Jordan's highlights existed on film, right? And I saw only only him playing in the early 80s, I'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, he had no jumper. You know what I'm saying? But we yeah, I can only play. I can only judge based on what I saw, can I not? I yeah. mean, yeah, but how many based on what I saw, that guy was a turnover machine. What what are you talking about? That guy, from what I saw, from what, what I saw, he was a turnover machine. In his passing? Yes. All right, so look, look. If you're going to make up stuff about Will, I can make some stuff about Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Because that, you, you based on what I see. Make up stuff if you want. From what I, I'm just telling you what I saw. I mean, you can disagree with my eyes. I'm just saying. But you also said, you also, said you also got wrong. You also, you also got a lot of stuff wrong about Magic Johnson, though. You know what I'm saying? Let's not forget yeah. that. Yeah, I said that he didn't that. God lie. I said he didn't God lie. Enough not forget that. Well, I'm yeah, not... I said that. I mean, I literally said that on the panel that I, I'm over this Will Chamberlain shit. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's let's actually let's actually sit down 
and think about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Thought about it. Um, oh, Stay shifty. Uh, <laughs> Kyrie Irving is the most skilled scorer in NBA history. Prove me wrong. P.S. Y'all boys be getting me through work. Love from Australia. Do you agree, I think I think it's him or Kobe, most skilled scorer. <laughs> Yo, Aaron, I'm sorry I did you so dirty, but I am over Wart, Wilt Chamberlain, bro. I'm sorry. And I want to know what DJ's bringing because he said he had some Le Spice. DJ? My father's a DJ. Bro, your father's a DJ. Or he's an actual DJ. He used to be a DJ. He's he does DJ. it all, huh? Yeah, yeah. But he never did like clubs crazy. or anything like that. It's more like get that get togethers and gatherings and stuff. Oh, church functions. Hey, so who who yeah. got more who got more personalities? You or your dad? Maybe my dad when he was younger. My dad was a very angry individual though. So I, I think maybe no, nah, I think I have more more <laughs> multiple personalities. My dad was mainly angry when he was young. So angry dad dub, pastor dad dub, DJ dad dub. <laughs> yeah, angry dad dub's crazy. And Yo, crypto. DJ, are you here, bro? And crypto dad dub. <laughs> Man, I don't know. He unmuted his thing, but he's we can't hear him, so bring up mass. Mass has some stats for Euro. This should be fun. No, I don't. No, I don't. I don't have any uh, stats for Euro. I just want to. I just want to. I really want to get a good idea of like how everyone feels about like the idea of stats, like philosophically. Because uh, on the was it the last show or the show before that, uh, Mars and Euro were debating uh, Rudy Gobert's perimeter defense, and to me, you know, you all you all were basically disagreeing on just the frequency at which. Uh, Rudy Gobert gets cooked on the perimeter and your you know Euro said that Rudy Gobert gets cooked like all the time and Mars was saying he never gets cooked in no 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 so we we tried to we basically established what part of the argument we have a like you know where the disconnect is because we agreed on pretty much everything right so even the stuff like the the argument that I brought Mars agreed agreed with and the, mar- the argument that Mars brought I agreed with too the where where it fell apart was whatever he like sees like the scenario that plays out that that in my opinion proves the point that he's not an elite perimeter defender he doesn't see it as often as i do and exactly that's what i'm saying yeah okay go ahead no no i'm 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 saying you're you're saying that the thing that makes rudy gobert so correct me if i'm wrong but you're saying that the thing that rudy gobert or that keeps rudy gobert from being an elite perimeter defender like him uh where he's like getting switched onto the perimeter and then he has to guard someone and then like the play gets broken down, but then it's not really being counted against them in the like points per possession on like synergy or whatever stat site Mars mm-hmm. is looking at. And so, you know, Mars is looking at that stat and he's saying that he's an, it, the stat is saying that he's an elite perimeter defender. And then you're saying, well, my eyes are saying that uh, it's not picking that up. And I don't really agree with the points per possession or whatever that uh, the stat is suggesting. Right. right. Um but for me, my thing is basically like uh, you can disagree on like what the stat is saying, but why don't you like yourself go in and like I-, I would just be interested in like if you were to like watch, you know, the next 10 Rudy Gobert games you watch, you know, just track what you actually think counts as these isolation defensive oh, possessions. 
I'm on uh, that. I was fucking trying to watch the Timberwolves game uh, the other day, and that motherfucker sitting on the bench. So you know, I, I was, <laughs> I was, listen, man, I was ready. I was ready to fucking send this shit in our private group chat to Mars. Like, yeah, Mars, you see, fucking Rudy going. But you know, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. But definitely, I'm. You know, this is one of my things. This is like my side project now for this upcoming season. Um, it was going to be a surprise. Uh, for Mars, so thank you for blowing that and ruining that. To prove that yeah. Rudy is a mid perimeter yeah. defender. No, yeah, he's not like watch parties though. No, but, like, at day, but at the end of the day, but at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it really doesn't matter because I can show Mars a thousand examples of exactly what I'm talking about, and he will just say, "Yeah, I think there are a thousand examples of you know." So like, I would have to look at every time what I'm talking about is happening tally that up and show it to Mars and then he would have to, you know, do the same thing on the other side of the argument and show it to me and then we can just compare the numbers. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But, but, then, but what I'm saying is you you kind of need to do that because you're talking about literally right. thousands of examples of it and, right. and if you don't look at any I mean, it's something and that I don't care about Rudy tangible. Gobert like that. I know Mars yeah. probably don't either. And yeah. I, I don't think the rest of the basketball community cares about Rudy Gobert like that either. So, like, it's I just think, like... I- I think what Mars cares about is people act as if he's like a liability. I mean, I could agree in a sense where like for his position, he's a good perimeter defender. But when I compare it to like everybody else, based on what I've seen in the postseason is a good highlight of this. A lot of times he does get beat off. I think they could get away with something. <laughs> oh, wow. I did not realize what I just did. Okay. Well, I'm going to continue anyway. Um, but I think a lot of times in the regular season, they could get away with a lot of things. Um, Mars mentioned the pick and roll stat to me when he gets switched on to a defender. And I, I realized that that stat was miscued because a lot of times when the pick and roll happens, Rudy Gobert is able to be in drop coverage and it makes the ball ha- and the ball handling usually goes to the paint, making it easier for Rudy Gobert to play defense. So. That was one step that I realized is kind of misconstrued because a lot of times where a pick and roll happens in the regular season, Ruby's able to drop coverage. The defender comes to him, so he really doesn't have to play out on the perimeter like that. Don't really know about – I didn't see, see it for the isolation scoring, but that was one that I saw. Yo, can you guys get rid of it, bro? Like, come on, son. Like, come on, bro. Yo, cut the crap, dude. Yo, come on, bro. <laughs> now y'all just ignored everything I just said. I just made some good fucking points, and now y'all ignored all of that. Fuck me. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> Yo, man! <laughs> yeah, duh, my bad. I didn't hear anything. I, I was know. too busy laughing at what slipped out of your mouth. Pause. <laughs> now you made it worse. Yeah. You made it really worse. Yes, Jesus I did. On I was saying that that sat about uh, Rudy Gobert and him guarding the pick and roll guy. It's kind of misconstrued because a lot of times the defender comes to the paint, which allows Rudy Gobert to play drop coverage. And, you know, he's able to play good defense off that. They have to settle for a tough mid-range shot because of his size. When they take him out in the paint, though, especially in the playoffs, what I've seen, it's not really, it's not really good for him. So, I don't know, I so, where's, so where do you stand um, as far as that Rudy g- debate that Mars and I had? People think that no, I no, think no, not Rudy, you. I'm talking about, oh, I guess. My oh, bad. My bad. I, I, I forgot your name. Damn, uh, I, thought I, mean, he, I, I thought he was talking to me. My bad, bro. Don't uh, say damn dub me. I have beef with you. Beef with me? Yeah. I can't say it. I can't say it right now, but you know what? I'm going to get your IG so I can say it. Because <laughs> Jay told me not to say it. <laughs> it's okay, though. It's okay. No, I know. I know. See, you're bringing it up, and now you're going to make No, me- no, it's fine. Just let it go. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Don't tell Euro, though. 
no, I was just, I mean, I didn't, I didn't really have that much to say. I mean, I had a whole thing. I was basically just going to say like, uh, you know, if, if, you know, to disregard stats is basically like to go to call your water bill company and basically say that, you know, the water bill company said that you use 60 gallons of water this week, but then you said, you know, I feel like I only use 30 gallons of water. My eye test told me I only use 30 gallons. So yeah, that's not what I'm doing though. That's not what I'm doing though. I'm definitely not disregarding stats. Uh, and what all I'm trying to do is point out the fact that there are stats that you can load onto another player based off of the mistakes that you made. So you can like, for example, like you can have somebody that's foul prone, right? But if you're a help side defender and you have a shit, you know, perimeter defender and you consistently end up on the same side as this guy or whatever, you know what I mean? Or on the opposite side of this. So where you have to like be a help side, like all the fouls that you catch in or whatever, like at, at some, to some degree, that's not all your fault. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. bro, stay in front of your men, cut him off. You know what I mean? Force him baseline, stop sending him, send him over the middle or whatever. Like, you know, it's a team sport. Like it, not everything is 100% you and you are not 100% responsible for what just you do. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a, it's a link. And so that's all I'm saying. Like just because there's a stat and each stat is assigned to an individual player doesn't mean that that tells the full story. That's my only point. I'm not dismissing that though. And the example that I gave was calling Rudy Gobert an elite defender because it shows up on the stat sheet in a certain way doesn't necessarily tell the full story on that, which is something that Mars agreed with. And so, you know what I mean? That's what it is. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I just want... I mean, basically, I, I guess the, the issue is I just need, like, more... Uh, like, a more comprehensive view of, like the 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 actual like how often something like his defensive errors are but you'd have to go really deep into it to do that and then no one really cares enough about Rudy Gobert to track how often he's making who's he's getting blown by on the perimeter so you know, I Shit, can't really man. maybe maybe this, <laughs> maybe this becomes a thing now and there's somebody that you know gets off on that and then you know creates a YouTube video about oh you know what I researched the last seven seasons and this is every time blah, 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 blah. you know like so who knows there's man. so much videos of Rudy Gobert getting exposed is crazy but I mean, that they goes to the point the that I always got to make when we talk about Rudy. He's supposed to get exposed when you're a seven one, one center or seven. What is he? Seven two, seven two, I seven think, three. Wh- whatever. So. You're supposed to get cooked by point guards when they switch on a pick and roll. That that is just the nature of the game. It's and not even just that's, that's why they do that. It's not even just that. I seen this one video where it was talking about him and his uh, drop coverage and how teams try to exploit that. I think one of the examples was the Golden State Warriors. Um, there's a video on YouTube about that. Maybe that could be more of a system thing where I could give him some leeway. That could be Rudy Gobert just trying to be a help defender because he knows that everybody else is trash. But who knows, bro? I mean, it seems as if he, in his mindset, he has a pattern of, I have to go to paint. I need to be in the paint. I need to play drop. And instead of just going out and just guarding on the perimeter or guarding to uh, an open shooter. like I, Maybe it's just a mental less that he just, for some reason, he just always wants to sack off. And that hurts his team. But who knows? I mean, he, yeah. he he obviously got defensive weaknesses, but when when have you ever seen somebody just cook him in the post? Jokic. Yok- yeah. All right. Well, I mean, it's, Jokic. Jokic is a one-off, though. Has Rudy ever stopped? I'm not sure. Has Rudy ever stopped, like, Joel Embiid or Jokic? I mean, bro, nobody stopping? stops them. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and the thing, the thing about Jokic... But this, is, this is supposed to be the best defending big in the league. Like, he... Like, did I mean, he even make a oh, Because when I bring up Kawhi, I gotta, I, I'm gonna rush straight to this. I bring up Kawhi being a great defender in the finals. 
LeBron did what he did against Kawhi. So it's like, bro, good offense beats great defense. Not good defense, great defense mm-hmm. every day of the week. I was just you, curious. You, only thing you can do is try to contain somebody that's a good offensive player. And it's nothing. You're at their mercy. So, like, Rudy's going to get cooked. But that doesn't mean that he's not better than everybody else that you can put in his position. Well, if you DPOY, though, bro, it's like I expect you to do see, but something. See that, that, that's, that's the thing, though. Like, you guys focus too much on his deficiencies and where he does get cooked on the floor. But you don't focus on the things that he actually does bring to the table. Which hey, it's player. nobody else. I'm trying to think, <laughs> like, c- correct me. Who else can do that? At that capacity, protect Damn. the paint the way he does. Oh, I think he might be the best one in the league. You, you see, and that's that's really what it is. He gets that based on him being the anchor of a defense like that and being able to protect the rim, which is you talking the, about Gobert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hijacking the whole discussion though. We're not talking about him being a rim protector. We're talking about him being an elite uh, perimeter defender. No, it's, but that's my point though. We focus so much on his deficiencies, but we don't focus on his strengths. Every anytime somebody talks about Rudy Gobert, they go straight to saying, "Oh, he's a trash defender. He got cooked in that Clippers series. He can't guard the perimeter." And that's the point. He's seven fucking three. How is he gonna guard the perimeter? It's dudes that six three that can't guard the perimeter. So how do we expect uh, Rudy Gobert to be able to do that? It's bro. It's damn near impossible. You're not wrong. But that's the thing that that's the Let thing that everyone. That's the thing that everyone argues against, Ron. Like, for me, personally, like, I don't sit here and say that Rudy Gobert's a, a – tra- I don't even think Rudy's a fucking ass yeah, defender. Bro. I think he's a I've, great defender. I've heard Rudy. I just Rudy hate – I just much. hate – I just hate how people just try to sit here and say that he's just a good perimeter defender, in my opinion. I just don't. I think Bam Adebayo, in my opinion, is a better defender just because of his versatility and his ability, ability to be a great rim protector in the league on top of that being a great perimeter defender in the league. So that's my main only thing. But Rudy's a great defender. I can't you can't take that away from him. He's a monster. All right, Master, we're gonna bring the next guest up. Thank you for bringing that to our attention. That was that was an interesting perspective. And thank you for clearing the air, Euro. Oh, good, Mars. All did right. I mis- misrepresent what you were saying in that argument? No. All right. Hey, Jay. <laughs> I didn't want yeah. to speak for you. You know. No, I just want to say, can I can I shout out my thing real quick? Yeah, yeah, you shout out whatever you want. Uh, I was just gonna say, like, you know, with this spooky season right now, uh, if you like horror movies and stuff, if you ever heard of the channel Dead Meat, uh, uh, I know them, and uh, I make videos similar to that. So if you like the movie uh, Halloween, uh, the thing, uh, the movie X that came out this year, uh, or I think I did a couple. Oh, The Mist. Uh, if you like any like horror movie like oh, that, yeah. um, I, I made some like videos on my channel. Uh, it's same thing as my name, H Two Mask. Uh, I've been working on it, put a lot of work into it. I'd appreciate anyone checking it out. But uh, that's all it is. You yes, made films, huh? Yeah, I'm gonna check them out for sure. H Two Mask, you said, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yo, yo, Mask. Sure. DM me your stuff on uh on, on Instagram. I'll check it out, and you know, I'll uh I'll post some of your stuff on my story and whatnot. All right, all right. Get some more people your way because it's, it's gonna get a million views pretty soon. So, and I'm working Fire. on one right now. You know. Fire! All right, bro. Eat. Keep grinding, bro. Hey, this this guy's a genius, by the way. Just so you know, chat. Just so you know, I won't leak anything. But <laughs> just so you know. All yo, right, man. Yo, check the. Uh, Be careful what yo. you say now. <laughs> yo, I am. Drop I am. your <laughs> drop your link. Drop your link in the chat too. I think there's some guys that are interested. Mass, you sure you don't got nothing nasty to say? 
I got nothing nasty to say. I, 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 I would love for our editors to clip your ass up. Yeah, that would be great, <laughs> wouldn't it? Yeah. You, you, you sure? <laughs> I know you got something nasty up your sleeves. Nothing. Mm, nothing. No nasty right. takes. No questions. <laughs> He's leaving the nasty takes up here. All right, Mass. Appreciate you, bro. Make sure you guys check out H2 Mass. Let's get a football breakdown up here. I love football breakdown. Yes, yes sir. sir. Yes, yes, sir, baby. That's a great kit. That's a great Amazing. Henry. That's how you know he's gonna come with some elite takes right now. Yeah. Elite, wow. what's up, Mars? Mars, Mars. I was on. I was talking to you about Kyrie and uh, Boston. In fact, we got a little spicy the first time we spoke. Oh, but, you were the one who said that Kyrie made the team worse, however. Yeah, but I, I respect your opinion. The only thing that I that um is kind of weird when you say winning doesn't matter. You know the perfect athlete to represent my take that winning matters absolutely and why his ranking is very weird. Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers. If Aaron Rodgers actually won the playoffs, he would be a top three quarterback all time. There's about 10 plus quarterbacks I would take over Aaron Rodgers in playoff things. I would take Eli over Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is just a different man in the playoffs. How ridiculous to say. Oh my God. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. No, wait, wait. Just because, just because Eli won? No, 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 no. It's because Dang, Aaron Rodgers is, is literally he's his ability that he displays. In the, okay, there's something to, to be said about you being able to pull out your ability or to use your ability in situations when there's an objective. Because otherwise, sports is just an exhibition. Yo, yo, when yo. The, say that one more time. Say that one more time. There's okay, something to accolades falls into this category. There, 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 there's something to be said about you being able to maintain your ability or to raise your level when there's an objective on the line that is winning. Because high pressure situations. Right? Exactly. Because otherwise, it's just an exhibition. Hmm. So Aaron Rodgers, otherwise, Aaron Rodgers is legitimately a top three quarterback in the regular season all time. In the playoffs, this dude falters. This man, this man shouldn't have only been to one Super Bowl. Like, he should be on way more Super Bowls, given his talent level, ability, and the teams he's playing in the playoffs. When he played Brady, hey. right? Mm-hmm. When he football, played Brady... Football, honestly, though, you want to come on the show tonight? Uh, nah, I'm not as well. He said, nah, y'all ain't ready for me. Yo, yo, listen, man, you are fucking my head up, though, bro. You talking football with a soccer jersey on a basketball podcast. Like, I I watch sports. I watch sports, so I analyze sports. But my whole thing, I'll get back to basketball real quick. Hold on, you you said you're not versed to talk football? No, I'm not. So why is your name Football Breakdown? Uh, Don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, Oops. (laughs) <laughs> I thought I <laughs> thought he was talking about real football. The real that. football. He was. Pardon me. Pardon me. He was talking about Damn, real football. Damn, what happened to him? He got zapped, I think. Damn, I love his comments all the time, too. Damn, I'm mad he got tough. zapped. He's Dude, lying if about you guys Aaron Rodgers, If you guys remember, football breakdown was on when Shaq was last on. Yeah, and yeah. He was going crazy. He called him a uh, uh, down break ball foot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's what Shaq called him. <laughs> Shaq, Shaq tried to go in on him. Damn, that is tough, man. That is oh, tough. But bro. this is a perfect time to recognize our regular and elite YouTube members, at least. Yo, shout out to everyone who's been supporting the Player's Choice channel, man. Ever since we turned those memberships on, you guys have been showing a lot of love. Everyone from the casual to the regular to the elite members, man. Like I always say, this is free content for y'all. You guys never have to send us any. You don't have to send a super chat. You don't have to become members. But it is a way to support us um, and support the channel and allow us to continue doing these things, create more content, create more shows. 
Um, so we always appreciate any time that you guys show support like that. So shout out to the regular and elite members on the Players' Choice YouTube channel. We got Brian Fawcett, Nate Richmond, Devin Mabry, Brock DePuss, iOS Inc., TC the Don, Gideon, Tyson Thomas, Ace Boogie, Devontae Bailey, King J, Zeke Noel, Kendrick, 40KOW, Darian Clayton, Dorian Clayton, sorry, Dorian, Sacred Gaming, Grande Jones, Tino Bolton, Uncle Tito, Real Max Sauce, Josh P23, Straightway Georgia, Elder Rufus, Nick T, Bate, K-Dog, Amalik, Jagars Underworld, MC Robinson, Kenyon White, Big Meech, James Goss, one, two, three. Speaking of Nick T, I haven't seen or heard of from Nick T. I I need let to go and just he like find, look at chapter eleven or something. I need to go look at I need <laughs> to go look at comments from past videos because he doesn't usually join the live shows. It's like you know every time he comes in, he's like, oh, got to catch a live show. So I hope Nick T. I hope that you're doing well, man. Um, Nick T. We need you to pop in. Nick on T. Side. Battle of the Knicks was Nick elite. T. Yeah, that was okay. great, man. Nick so, Goss okay, taking over. Can we, uh, can we ask the viewers and listeners? Well, I guess just the viewers to like the video, please. Yeah, please. That is the entry fee. If you have Woo! not paid the entry fee to Player's Choice, please click that like button. Please we click back. That we back. Button. We back. All right. You're back. Okay. So what I was saying about just winning in general, like winning matters because you as a player, right, you have to prove that in the moments when this pressure situation, can you maintain your level or elevate it? And that's why as much as I like Aaron Rodgers as a QB, the dude just falls in the playoffs. And that playoff game with Tom Brady – when they when he threw three picks in the second half, how many points did the Green Bay get off those three picks? Three. I'm sorry. What you say? What happened? Remember? Uh, do you remember when Tampa Bay threw three picks coming out of off of halftime? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what Darren Rodgers did with those three picks with great field position? Uh, he. I think it was only three points. Four. Yeah. Three points. He's had plenty of opportunities to beat Brady, beat these so-called great teams in the playoffs, and he's failed miserably. Like, this I is why we matters because you have to, and just in general, you have to be able to pull out your ability in times when it's the highest pressure. Because otherwise, because those situations validate your ability. So that's why I think winning matters. And I understand there's situations where there's great players on bad teams that play against superior teams and they just don't win. And those situations happen. But for players like Aaron Rodgers, when you evaluate them against other grades, he's been in positions where he's had the better team or had the equal team, and he just doesn't come through. Like, he has to at least – if he had, like, three Super Bowl appearances, I would have a different opinion on Aaron Rodgers. But he had an early Super Bowl appearance in his career and then never reached those heights since. Like, So, uh, to, to clarify on what happened uh, against the Bucks, we have to acknowledge the fact that, number one, the Bucks defense is phenomenal. And there was a play, especially in that fourth quarter, I remember especially, Alan Lazard had a TD pass. It was an RPO option. And Alan Lazard didn't look for the ball to come his way, and Aaron Rodgers threw a dot to him. And that could have led to a TD. That's one. And when we look back at that game and what Aaron Rodgers did in that game, he played phenomenal. He was getting pressured a lot of times. He got sacked five times. But despite that, he still threw for over 300 yards and three TDs. I think he had a QB rating of 100 as well. Let me tell you my biggest so I can't really put that on. I can't even put that on in, Aaron Rodgers. Even in games when he wins, this man pouts over an incomplete pass. Like, bro, get to the next play and, like, galvanize your guys to win. When things start going bad, and this is not, this is not like, conjecture. It's backed up by, by numbers. Dude doesn't have that many comeback wins, less than some very mid or – Quarterbacks that we don't even want to mention. Like Aaron Rodgers just did, lacks the composure that a Brady, Manning, or Mahomes, or some of these other high pre- guys have in these high pressure situations, and that's where he falters. He, Which his, Manning? Both. Hey, Manning. 
Wait, where's this I, going? Were you going to relate this to hoop? Yeah, I'm going to get back to basketball. Forget that. That's all I want to say about winning because that was okay. Mars's point. To okay. basketball. Y'all, y'all pull up to Great Mar- Mars, tonight Mars missed at your point. You don't, don't know. No, no, I understand the point. I just don't know how it relates to me. No, no. It, that, that was just a, my point about winning in general. But in basketball, CP3 versus Kawhi. So the re- people forget about Kawhi, and this is why I agree with you, Dub. Kawhi joined the um, Toronto Raptors after they just won 59 games. We act like Kawhi joined this, like, startup team that, like, was not good. They got swept by – they only lost to LeBron who went to the finals. It's the only team that the Raptors were losing to. They weren't losing to, like, some bum teams. They ran to their boogeyman, which was LeBron, and that's who they lost to every single time. That team was loaded. The only difference between that team is obviously they traded when um, – so it was Kawhi for DeRozan, but Kawhi's a better player than DeRozan, and it was a 59-win team. So what did y'all think was going to happen when he played? People acknowledge that, though. They got not, Danny Green and Marcus Saul. Not a lot of not, people. Not really. Players. You guys didn't mention it this whole time I was on the podcast. And not, not only that, this is what you didn't mention. When Kawhi left and went to the Clippers, who had a better record? The Clippers or Toronto next year? Toronto. Crazy. So how many players can leave a, leave a team, go to a stat, create another team, and the team that you left – had a yes, they had less, they had a lower ceiling, obviously, but that just goes to speak to how good that Toronto team and organization was that Kawhi joined, and we give him a lot of credit for. It. And plus, yo, yo, this, but football though, what, what's what's you want me to call you football or what's what's your actual name? I'm not giving my government, you can call me football. all right. So I'm gonna call you, I'm gonna call you football. All right, football, check this out. He's like, Ron, you move a kind of federal chill. With yeah, that. that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, you, you could give me your nickname. Like, I don't got to call you if your name's Gregory. I don't have to call, I call you, you Henry. Because you really oh. look like you look, you really look like Henry. It's it's Henry. This is you Henry. Don't watch, you definitely don't watch football. Right. 100%. 100%. Henry. <laughs> TT. Yo, so Henry, check me out, Henry. <laughs> We're not going to act like those teams weren't good up to that point and like they weren't finishing at the top of their conference and like, like the Raptors weren't uh, a good They're amazing, team. yeah. Okay, then. So that even goes more to my point. They weren't able to do it with a guy like DeMar DeRozan. Because so they're running you... into who? LeBron. Did Kawhi run into LeBron? You thing. But, yeah, but here's the other thing. But, Kawhi didn't play that well in the finals. He was mid. Bro, they should have won in five if, if they didn't choke away that fourth quarter. And that was without, like... Bro, and if you talk about game six, the most pivotal game, who really stepped up? Was it Kawhi or Kyle Lowry had the better game? Because I remember Kyle Lowry come out fire in game six. I mean, Kyle, Kyle Lowry was I remember Siakam come so out he, firing he, he, he was, in game six. He was supposed six. to do that. He was supposed to do that. I mean, you oh, know, he was, he, but now he's supposed to do that. Well, come on, so he was an all star. What are you talking about? So, yeah, what was he supposed to do? Go yeah, out there and play like shit? No one expected Kyle Lowry to come out, hit three threes in a row, and just start busting. He was an all star. Kyle, Kyle Lowry had been We gotta stop using all star. All NBA is the only thing that matters when, I, when I'm t- evaluating players. All star is a popular. Ky- Kyle Lowry was a top ten point guard in the NBA at that time. Top ten. So is... he was he was he was supposed to go out there and play good. So you're supposed to go out there and bust up the Golden State Warriors. What was the what was Kawhi doing? What do you mean? What was Kawhi doing? Shooting finals MVP shit. That's what he. No, was he doing. wasn't. He wasn't he was playing doing that finals well. MVP his shit. finals MVP was one of the was his finals MVPs are some of the least impressive finals MVPs. Mm-hmm. For being completely honest. Okay, so I'm gonna get back to my point. With, with Danny, saying, but by, the way, the, by the way, in 2013, that, Danny Green would have won finals MVP if the Spurs won one. So okay, all right. So you're but the, you saying that though is not just a knock to Kawhi. It's a knock to the other three Hall of Famers that was on the team too. But fast forward, fast forwarding to Toronto, they were already a good team, right? 
but they weren't able to get it done. Now I'm saying who? that because who? Because LeBron. But th- let me get to my point. If you take DeRozan off that team and put Kawhi on that team, they have a chance to beat that Cavs team, a much greater chance. Yeah, they do, but they they still it's still without the fact that Kawhi ran up against a super injured team. That's the only reason they won. And then he was able to have the luxury to join the best organization in the league and that'd be like what fourth fiddle on that team. No one knew Kawhi's name, bro. You have Ginobili, Parker, Duncan, and then Pop in terms of pedigree on that Spurs team ahead of Kawhi. And then Kawhi only got MVP because he guarded LeBron to a 58% shooting. LeBron was going crazy. No one was stopping LeBron. Who, it was who has ever stopped LeBron? Who has ever stopped LeBron? Huh? Who has ever stopped LeBron? That's a terrible well, narrative that, that, that you guys put. Well, that, well, that, well, that's the only reason Kawhi got the MVP then. Like, like they should have, as Mars said, it should have been a team MVP award if that ever existed in 2014. Like, the Spurs were just better. I rewatched that series, bro. You know what? I know the Heat were cooked in general, Ooh. and LeBron was really caring. Against um, the Nets, when he had 49. That man played one of the best games I ever saw, and they won by, like, two points because the rest of the team was cooked. D-Way was fat already and out of shape. Bosh was, <laughs> was not moving the same. LeBron was the only one moving. Was moving don't do Bosh like that. Huh? Don't do Bosh like that. I won't do Bosh like that. Bosh is a great player, but in that particular series, after four finals runs, the other two stars were cooked, bro. Like, let's not act like LeBron wasn't wasn't carrying that last, that last uh, series or that last run in, in, in Miami. And also, KD is the shack of perimeter players. Y'all overrate his handle be- because his jump shot's so good. So Shaq is overrated? No, Shaq is no Shaq is amazing. But what I'm saying is when we talk about KD's perimeter jump shot, right, and his handle, especially his handle, which he carries on every possession, it's insane. <laughs> like he has like a few moves that he really gets up, but because of his height and he can shoot every over everyone, we think his handle is better than it is because the ball goes in more. But his handle in isolation, if you just isolate his handles in itself, he's not great. Like, if you ask KD to bring the ball up the court every play, he's going to get six or seven turnovers a game. Mm, yes. Did you watch him? Well, that. hold on, no, hold on, no. Are you asking that. him to run point guard? Or are you asking to run him to offense. just bring the ball up? Like, bro, bro you offense? just saw him in the well, Boston I mean, series. Well, I mean – Come on, that's bro. more than just bull handling. You, 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 you can't say well. that, bro. Like because it's a reason that you have a point guard. So it's like you know, KD's, KD's, KD's not getting ripped like that. that. I don't yes, he is. No, yes, he is. You, the reason you don't think KD's not getting ripped like that is because KD hasn't had the ball handling responsibilities uh, um, that you've seen. His ball hasn't been in his hands as much. What you gotta realize about KD, right? KD's the only player to be the previous MVP to join the current two-time MVP and then leave in his in his previous teammate wins MVP. Hold on, we're getting off this ball handling thing. Why would you want KD to max out his dribbles though? Because he's so efficient at getting to his spot and getting his shot off. Like why would you even want that? I wouldn't want him to max out his dribbles. What I'm saying more so about KD is that we over his ball handling. I don't want I don't want he what KD's role should be playing is is an off-ball shooter, catch and shoot, uh, moving off the ball or isolation score. But we give KD so like when we compare KD and LeBron, we're like, I, just there's so many times where I hear KD comparisons like, oh, KD has great ball hand. Oh, KD's passing is so good. And I'm like, bro, why are we giving KD these plaudits and accolades when we've never seen it? And when we give him the responsibility to do so, he looks like what he does in the Boston series. Uh, when Russell Westbrook got hurt and he didn't have an MVP point guard next to him in Memphis, what happened? It looked very similar to this Boston series. Maybe. KD without an MVP point guard looks very regular. 
So this is what I have to say to that number one. I mean, of course, I, I hold on, Ron. Of course, when you compare him to LeBron, to me, LeBron's a whole different animal. Call him compare him to Paul George. Paul, yeah, Paul George has better handles as well, but Katie's still a better offensive player. Maybe hands down because Paul George does turn over the ball too, the same way that you're getting on Kevin Durant for. So Kevin Durant, what I say and say that he's the ball handler. Like I can say that you're seeing, oh yeah, it's a little bit overrated because a lot of people were saying it's like top five, top ten in the league, which wasn't true. But to sit here and say, oh, if he's handling the ball majority of the time, based off his ball handling, he's gonna have five turnovers. I don't yeah, see KD get ripped like that. I, do. I don't. I don't I see KD. See he was getting bro. ripped in that Boston Celtics series. You want to know why? ripped in OKC too, which you don't realize. And that what? last. And that lot, what are you talking about? Katie almost averages as many turnovers uh, as assists in OKC in the playoffs. He was not when? a good ball handler. But prior to Golden State. And do don't you think that that's, there's more factors to that than just him and his ball handle skills? No. That's, that's, not? Him, and his, that's him and his ball handling. He's, he's not a good ball handler. I watched Katie dribble. He dribbles low. So if he makes a pass, if he makes a bad pass, that goes to the turnovers. That has most, nothing to do with his ball Most of the turnovers that I see from Katie are not from passing. That's what I'm saying. It's literally from him getting stripped straight up because of his low dribble. It's very easy to – like, if you, if you really pay attention to KD's game, his dribbles are not hard to read as a defender if you study his game. It's a crossover, double crossover, or a hezzy pull-up, or a hezzy, pull, hezzy to a drive. Like, it's not – I hear what, I hear what you're I, saying, I but, hear bro, what he's saying he, even, even with hold that, up. bro, KD's still unstoppable. Hold up, hold up bro, hold he, up, because he, he, – it's he, not he even might, like he that. He might lose the ball and get ripped every now and then, but he don't. The turnovers, don't there picking on KD the turnovers come from the system. You feel me? Like the Boston Celtics, him getting all those turnovers, that's due to this defensive system they have and forcing him to make crazy decisions and putting so I, much pressure on him. I think Same thing in OKC as well. It's not that the ball, the guy who's defending him, oh, yeah, I'm about to rip this shit from him. No. So, so A lot of times they're sending help to him for him to lose the ball. So Kate, so Kate, so the reason Katie was 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 losing the ball is because of the system. All his 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 main deficiencies are because of the system. And this is what I'm saying about the Katie. defensive system that they had in play. Yes, you have you did you see that series against the bro, Celtics? Katie Everybody the, was on post, him, bro. Katie in the post. This is how I know Katie. He wasn't getting ripped by Jason Tatum. Yes, he was. He was. Uh, every now and then, he was getting no, ripped by everyone. Bro, I see I, Daniel Tice even rip him, bro. No, listen, listen, how that that's even worse. Bro, let me ask you a question. Off of the help, JT was guarding him. Daniel Tice came from the help. How many times have you seen KD get blocked? His jump shot get blocked? No, not a lot of times. Okay, so how, bro, do you see how many times Jason Tatum did it straight up when it was one-on-one in that series? How many times? I didn't see a lot. It was at least three times I've seen KD he, he, just get he blocked him a few times. Of, Jake, like, Jake literally, it was one-on-one. He just, like, so what I'm saying about this is in the playoffs – Defenses gear in on your tendencies where you don't see in the regular season. So guys can look way better in the regular season than doing a playoff when they're gearing toward you. When Kate and same thing, what I have my Ben. This is why I never understood the hype about Ben Simmons because you're literally playing four on five basketball when this man is out, and this is why the Nets will fail next year as well, bro. I'm trying to tell you about KD, dude. Like what y'all think about KD is not the same. Like I love KD; he's a great scorer, but my only issue with KD is how people overrate his entire skill set. Because I think he's had the most boosted career based on the people he's played with. That's just my opinion. Hasn't everyone? No, not like this, bro. Katie, bro. No, no. Listen, let me tell you. Let me tell you three. And I have to go have a meeting. Everybody has. LeBron no, 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 has no, no, had Dwayne no, 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 Wade. No, no, no. Let, me, had no, the let me explain this. I got this. And so I'll dare someone to challenge me about this. Katie's move to Golden State is the single most uncompetitive move I've seen in like any sport. And I've watched football. The, the only one I can think of is actually this guy. When he went to Barcelona after losing the UCL final in 06 to join to join Eto'o and Ronaldinho, 
insanity. But this man KD, right? First of all, he had three or three all all not all star all NBA players on OKC. Pretty sure Russ was second team. KD was first team. Harden was third team and sixth man of the year. And Ibaka was led the league in blocks and was I think first team all defense. He left that team to join a team that averaged 70 wins over the past two years. You, you remember, Golden State won 67 the prior year. So this team averaged 70 wins the last two years. You joined a team that, last, that, that only lost nine games, right? Who was the previous MVP b- uh, before Steph? Who won MVP before Steph? Um, who was it, LeBron? KD. Oh, KD. KD. Yeah. So let me get this straight. You, you want to prove you're the best player in the world. You have a championship caliber squad. You're up 3-1. Three one lead had never been broken, and had never been come back from in the conference finals history before, until that series. So, so the point. Now, wait, wait, wait. That's mm-hmm. one unprecedented thing. Then you're the MVP, who joined the two time MVP, who's unanimous. Never happened before, right? Not only do you leave OKC to go to Golden State, the guy you left wins MVP the very next year. So that means KD left the previous M- the 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 um the current. M- uh, the uh, MVP to join the current MVP, and then the next MVP was on his team the previous year. Like, it's insane to me the amount of talent that KD's played with for him to win and go to the finals. That's all I'm saying. I'm not going to say nothing. (laughs) All right. Yo, football, appreciate you tapping in, bro. We're going to move on to the next guest. Um, But, (laughs) yeah, that was heat. Hey, football, you're wrong about Kawhi, too. Why am I wrong about Kawhi? No, 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 no. Uh, Kawhi yeah, played yeah. less games than Anthony. Wrong, 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 he about to run his ass back to Cleveland. Oh, you hating, Ron. Why back? I got a new phrase for y'all. Why back? Can I shout out something real quick? Go ahead. You guys are a great show. I just keep it going, man. Uh, football breakdown. Hopefully, I'll be making more football videos. I do want to talk more soccer, Mars. So, if you're open to it, I, I love football. That's really my sport. Like, we can really go on it. the footy show. Go on the footy show. Hit me up, Mars. Set it up. Yes, sir. Hit us, <laughs> on, uh, <laughs> hit us on IG, and we'll uh, we'll figure out how to coordinate that, get you on, like, the next show or two. Y'all stay uh, blessed. Love you guys. You too, All right, bro. Right, Peace. Bro. Be safe, Henry. All right, cash out. Take us home, bro. Uh, I sat through all that nonsense. I can't believe it. No it is, it's fine, bro. Get off your chest. So, I'm hearing Chris Paul's name in the same sentence as Kawhi, and I don't like that. Not okay. There's no way, whatever his name was that was just there, is saying that. Toronto was a contender before Kawhi. They wasn't going to win regardless. It wasn't going to happen. Thank you. They were going to get to Golden State and lose. Now, I think Kawhi already is top 20 at all time. Just just from how efficient he plays the game. Because when he got injured, uh, what year was that? 20? Every year. There you go. Twenty twenty one, because he's only been hurt in the playoffs what twice, twenty seventeen and twenty twenty one. And twenty eighteen, he didn't play, and then twenty twenty two, he didn't play as well. 
2018. 2018, 2018 they lost in the first round to Golden State. Like he wasn't playing. He was having he wasn't playing. That's why they were the 8th seed. That's why they were the 7th seed, I mean. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then 2022, they missed the playoffs. Year, he didn't play a game. Where he tried to leave San Antonio. And, uh, mm-hmm. But in a 5-year in a prime, he's played. He's had four playoff runs, and he's been hurting two of them. Yeah, how many did he win? One. One. And how long was Chris Paul's prime and how many did he win? Like, That's the what, main point I'm trying to make. Yeah, Chris because Porter like had, I said, you have Kawhi above him because you care about winning titles. And cool. even when we strip that, Kawhi is a much better player than than uh, than Chris Paul. Why because, hold on. No, because you guys want to talk about impact, right? Mars, that's where you go to. Your impact on winning. Mm-hmm. When has Kawhi Leonard ever carried a fucking team by himself? When has he ever floor raised a team? Every time Kawhi Leonard has when been lead to a great team. When has he carried a team by himself, Dub? Yes, as in floor raising his team the way that a Chris Paul has done. This man has been on a great team ever fucking ever since he's been fucking How drafted, How high bro. did he lift that floor? He's ceiling rose. It's great. Like the dude said before, rose? he what had ceiling did he raise? The, tr- the Raptors and the Spurs. What the fuck are you talking about? The Raptors and the Spurs? Yes, the no, Raptors had about, a... No, I'm talking about Chris Paul. I thought you were talking about Chris Paul. No, Chris Paul. Yeah, that, Chris that, Paul that floor raised. That rolled, that, that Chris Paul floor raised. You talking about impact, right? We're talking about impact? Yes. Yes. How am I to say that yes. Kawhi Leonard is not? How am I to say? How am I to say that Chris Paul is not more impactful than Kawhi Leonard? How am I, How can you say that Kawhi Leonard is more impactful than fucking Chris Paul? Because, because of a ring? Those teams? No. If you take any of those teams and swap them out, like you did Kawhi and Demar Derozan, you swapped it out and they got a championship. If you take any of the years and swap Kawhi with Chris Paul, Chris Paul's not getting a ring on those teams. On top of that, Kawhi will go and do better in his situation. How? The teams are built for Kawhi. Like, Toronto was built for Kawhi. What's, what's, those teams, what's Chris Paul and Kyle Lowry going to do? They're just the, the same. The, the, yeah, that's a weird thing. Right, thing. That's a right, weird so thing, time out, time out. Now we can go with the teams that are built for Chris Paul. Lob yeah, Kawhi, Blake Griffin, uh, and Lob, Jordan Lob, is not making it Lob, past the second round. I promise okay. you. Okay, all right. Now, I guarantee if you put Kawhi on the Rockets, that's a whole different team. A whole different team. It was going to win. He got hurt. Who do we? They was the best offense in the regular season. Oh wait, do that. Put Kawhi on the Rockets, 2018. Kawhi didn't play. Now what? They don't win. You know what? (laughs) I was saying Kawhi didn't play last week. But guess what? I have no gas. So wait, wait. Understand the Rockets? He didn't play either, so they still don't win. You have to assume Kawhi plays. So why not assume Chris? 2019. He played in 2019. It wasn't winning in 2019. 2019, that was the worst. If you think the Rockets won, if you put Kawhi on the team, they're a better team. That Rockets team beat the Warriors because KD was hurt. Correct? Or do you think Kawhi and the Raptors beat the healthy Golden State Warriors? When did I mean that Golden State Warriors team is an all time team? So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that he got hurt in the Rocket series and when there was one more game to win. So the Warriors were up 3-2, KD got hurt. And then so he missed the next Kawhi game and he won. He playing and he could win two more games. Okay, okay, you believe that. So do you, if you think Kawhi can beat the healthy Golden State Warriors, if you put Kawhi 2018 on Toronto, when Golden State are healthy in the final, do they win? 2018, so it's not going to win. 2017 Kawhi on Toronto Raptors, the same Toronto Raptors. Do they beat Golden State in the finals when they're healthy? 2017. I don't even think they beat the Cavs. That team is just... Okay, 2018. Imagine Kawhi's healthy on Toronto. Did they beat the Golden State Warriors healthy in the finals? With who? Toronto. Why, why, the same Toronto. You're team. replacing the DeMar DeRozan. The same, the same Toronto team. You yeah. replaced DeMar DeRozan with Kawhi in 2018. Do they I win? think they lose in six. 
possibly. Okay, so guess what? Kawhi won a ring because the Golden State Warriors were unhealthy. You agree that if the Warriors were healthy any other year, just like 2017, 2018, Kawhi loses no matter the situation. So Kawhi can win a ring against a team that wasn't healthy. That's what he can do. Okay, but don't negate what he did along the way. Beat yeah, Giannis. what he did along the way was great. Beat, when he beat, beat Orlando, Giannis. that was fantastic. Beat the when heat. he beat the Philadelphia, was it the heat that he beat that year? No, he beat Orlando, he beat the Philadelphia, Bucks. and Toronto. Okay, and, and that was that was in great fashion. That was excellent. And, and, that was excellent. And he was guarding Giannis too. Yeah, that so was I'm, excellent. I'm, I'm, I'm Nobody's like, taking that away. No one's Ron, saying Kawhi wasn't nobody's... good. I'm saying Kawhi in his career has had in his prime since Kawhi has been a top five player in the NBA. 2017, he gets hurt in the playoffs. 2018, he misses damn near the whole year, doesn't play in the playoffs. 2019, he has a great run. And by cash out's own admission, they would lose in the finals if the team was healthy, but it's a great run nonetheless. 2020, what happens? He blows a 3-1 lead. 2021, he gets hurt in the playoffs. 2022, he doesn't, make, he doesn't play in the playoffs. So guess what? Kawhi has had two playoff, one complete playoff run in the in his whole prime. One complete and, and playoff run. You're going to say that's enough to play with like, You guys keep that bringing up injuries. You guys keep bringing up injuries, and this is a two-way street. That's why I don't want to go down this injury route. You see, I haven't even brought up this. I agree, show. it's a two-way street. Show. I'm I saying Kawhi, Kawhi has had one complete playoff run that has ended in success in his career in his five-year prime. Uh, two, two. He got two rings. Oh my God, he was a role player, prime, bro. Come on, son. Chris Paul was a role player too. Then, on, when, he, when he was in the finals, Chris he was, was a second option too. at least. Kawhi was wasn't the second too. option, and, and Kawhi played better than Chris. Oh my God! In the finals, Kawhi's not for the Kawhi's season. Kawhi's Are you crazy? Kawhi's 2014, he played better than Chris Kawhi's Paul. Job offensively was to catch and shoot the ball, and he made his free. You, that was his you job. can you can take any team that Chris Paul's been on, take him off the team, insert the backup point guard, and I'm talking about putting a backup point guard in there, and put Kawhi on that team, <sighs> oh and they are God. a better team from New Orleans. To Los I don't un- how would how would how would can I finish tell me point? from go New ahead, Orleans? Go ahead. To the Los Angeles Clippers, to the Houston Rockets, to the Phoenix Suns today, if you put Kawhi on that team, they are a better team. Let me ask you this. How dynamic can the fucking Clippers be without Chris Paul? You, you need a ball handler to create Lob City. So how is that even going to work? Look, Kawhi's well, the number one option. That their defense gets better, and their offense is just ran through Kawhi. Their defense gets better? You acting like Chris Paul was a scrub, bro. I'm not saying he was a scrub. If it gets I'm better, saying, it gets better I'm, by. If it gets better, let's say let's say the fucking uh, Clippers are eight, a nine, maybe a ten. It's not moving me. What about the dip in the offense? The offense is not going to be as dynamic with a it's with Kawhi. Don't offense dips that much. Like don't just just because yeah, Chris just Paul take take going. away one of the five best playmakers in the NBA, replacing okay, and then you and you and you because he gave DeAndre Jordan money, bro. The whole reason people keep saying the Clippers ain't winning is because they don't have a point guard to get guys like Kawhi and Paul George the ball where they need the ball because they're not great creating offense for the team. And now you're going to say, take Chris Paul off the team, put Kawhi in the Clippers, and he's not going to have the same problem. Okay, so you tell, you're, I'm telling you, you're putting, you're putting Kawhi, and I'm saying, like, obviously, not, not Kawhi at that time, like, a competent Kawhi. So yes. we can say, like, prime Kawhi. Prime Kawhi, 2019 Kawhi. You put Kawhi on that team with DeAndre Jordan, Blake Griffin, uh, you still got Jamal Crawford, JJ Reddy. The Clippers will be better with Chris Paul than Kawhi. Yeah, yeah, they have 100%. no playmaker. No, they they have no, no playmaker. They, no, they, they, they need a playmaker. There's nobody there. It's the same way the 2019 Raptors wouldn't be as good with a Chris Paul. The only reason Chris Paul blew a 3-1 lead is because he played five games that series. And so, and so why wasn't that Clippers team able to take that step forward? Because they, they were always hurt. hurt. Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, they were getting hurt. All right. They were always yo, getting hurt. The same yeah, reason why Kawhi has yo, had yo. one, he's had two complete player fronts because they get so hurt. He, he was just hurt the past series against the Mavericks. He was hurt. 
When they he lost said he wasn't. Team, I thought we were talking about the, who, who was on the Clippers. Now we're talking about 2022. I'm saying, like, because we keep bringing up his injury. So, what was his reason for losing by 50 last season? Luka Doncic. He, he played badly. He played badly. He played badly. It's yeah, he played badly. He played badly at 36 years old. Okay. This right. guy, yo, yo, what yo, about yo, 26 yo. years old? Yeah. What about 26 years old? What did he do then? In tw- well, either either got hurt or played bad. He either Wait. got hurt or played badly. Okay. It's one of the okay. two with Chris Paul. Played no. badly. Oh, go ahead. Jay. He either got hurt or played badly. It was one mm-hmm. of the two. There's only been two or three series where he played yeah. bad, bro. 2011 when he lost when he lost to the Lakers. Uh, not Lakers. Yeah, when he lost to the Lakers in round one, I guess he played badly. He was meant to beat them, right? New Orleans were meant to beat the Lakers, the reigning champions, correct? That's what he was meant to do. Oh, yeah, look, if Chris Paul's as great as you guys are saying he is, he would have he would have made done a lot more. Nobody's yeah. saying that. We're just ex- trying we're trying to explain keep that same energy across the board. If you're not going to penalize one guy, then don't penalize the other. That's the whole oh, point. Okay, of this then, but Dub, you're the, you just said that, but this whole time you're up here talk, bashing Kawhi for injuries. Because that's what, what y'all do with about? Chris Paul. What have I you been doing? I haven't brought up an injury all show, and and I said let's strip you, all of that and let's just talk about games. You keep talking about titles. You keep talking about oh well he I, didn't no, win. There's reasons why he didn't win. All of that and let's talk about. But games. you keep running to oh Finals MVP. He won a ring. Then we're like all right no we got to understand let's that the reason he didn't win a ring is because of injuries. Here, let's strip everything. No no no. no we've already games. stripped everything we've talked about. It. Cash, we're about to hit some super chats. Do you have anything else to get off your chest before we move on? Um. No, I'm gonna I'm save it. All right. All right. All right, bro. Thank you for tapping in. Uh, super chats. Drink more water. Which gap is wider, Melo's defense or to to Draymond's, or Melo's offense to Draymond's offense? It's the offense, right? I don't know. Yeah, it might be the damn same. If you were saying 2016 Draymond, I'd say the gap is bigger on defense. Mm-hmm. But if you're saying this Draymond, I guess it's probably the same, or the gap is bigger on offense. <laughs> Yo, it's it's like even because Melo. Clears Draymond like crazy on offense as a score. Yeah, Dorian Clayton. How about a PC Alliance tournament that plays out like players' court? Y'all can perfect perfect the details, but let's see what team can make it through. Dub and Mars, who can y'all cook in this tournament? If you guys stop cheating, Dub and making go out in the first round, we doing every time. Fire. They really do be doing that to me, Mars. I appreciate you. Desmond Lawson, I think this was meant for uh, football. He said, you do it, red jersey. Um, he was Boston talking about him saying that, that uh, KD be getting ripped. Dude was mm. like, well, you go rip him then. <laughs> yeah. Bosby at Johnson, y'all, y'all stay trying to act like every star has done what KD has done. KD has never played without MVP calibers, caliber players next to him. He's overrated. Ooh, tough. Sent another super chat. Ron, let that quiet shit go. He never faced any real adversity and came out on top. Wait, so when he played against Ron, Philadelphia, that wasn't real adversity? When he, when, when, he, when he went and hit the game-winning shot? What are we talking about? Yeah, when he, he traveled, it was great. Adversity. They didn't call the travel. So Next. Next. This sent to Super Chat said, the Suns don't make the finals if AD is healthy. Bossman Johnson with another Super Chat. Ron, Kawhi is the real street clothes. And he's, hey, and he's the real finals MVP. Twice. <laughs> Dorian Clayton. Last super chat said, "Damn, this is what the team if Dub and Mars looks like. I like it. Keep here, Mars. fisting to end the show. Uh, any last words, last thoughts, fellas? CP3 over Kawhi. That'll be easy. Mars. Dub and S from Mars. But yeah, I think we're sitting at what, like thirty nine. 
thousand subscribers and some change man let's get that to 40 today bro i'm glad you brought that up i was looking at that like 10 minutes ago we are gonna hit 40,000 subscribers today so that is heat but yeah. if you haven't hit that shout button out. hit that button right now shout out to the uh to the community to the pc fan man much love everybody in the discord everybody on spotify itunes apple music whatever that good shit is called uh youtube viewers all that stuff man make sure y'all follow our our socials on twitter good shit. um pause no, anyway. I, was like, nah, I was trying to get you back wow, for what you did to me earlier. Yeah, you failed miserably, bro. You I know did, I did. You did so well, did. just you know the final minutes no, of the no, fucking no. show, and now you just bombed no, yourself, bro. Bombed. Oh, oh man, hey, that's that's so Chris Paul of you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> top of the show. So All right. Know, hopefully. All right. Yes, but please, man. Dan, can I fucking finish this? I'm not bad. I didn't know you. What's going on? I'm about to break this fucking table, man. Whatever, man. Get off what you need to get off, man. I'm done. The last episode of Player's Choice, I accidentally uploaded it wrong like four times. I apologize for doing that. That's a L producer. So my bad. Euro, I'm sorry. No, nah, I mean, it's cool. If you interrupt me on some L takes, do that all you want. Three <laughs> bag, my bad. Oh, man. Y'all That's got it, it, man. We, we, we got more good content in the pipelines, man. So, you know, just to, to show an appreciation for, for you guys fucking with us the way that y'all do, man. We really appreciate that. So we got more good content coming, um, more stuff that's not necessarily sports related. So if y'all interested, which I know y'all are, please tap in whenever y'all see it. But to see it, you have to subscribe and turn on the notification bell. Thank you very much. Until next time. And if Ron. you still haven't liked the video, please like the video. Also tonight at 9 Eastern, we got Player's Choice Gridiron. Come Pretty tap gang. in with us, man. We, we, we talking about all the crazy games that happened last week. And we're going to talk about the games next week. So you guys come tap in. Crazy Takes, Bama, J-Rob, Fluent, Me-Dub, you know, the whole game. Shout out Ben, too. Yes, sir. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, do all the things, man. Player's Choice on top. We'll catch you on Sunday. Peace out.